Now entering Nerdist.com. Foie gras, pulled pork, bok choy, squidding, dining with Doug and Karen. Hi. Hi. I'm Doug. Hi. Benson. Yeah. Oh, I have to say the last name too? I'm Doug Benson. God, we get worse at this the more time goes by. Because we're trying to switch it up we and make it more such interesting. A long break. We are. That's what's happening. I think it is. Okay. Uh, what's your name? Karen Anderson. Hi. Hi. And this is dining with Doug and Karen, and we have a very special guest today. <laughs> His name is Jacob Siroff, and he was just saying to me as we were entering the building, "We're gonna eat." <laughs> <laughs> you made my boobies flop I up and down. I always try to. Okay, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> my, mine flopped up and down too on that one. That was startling. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, let's get right into it. You have a scar on your neck. Oh, oh you haven't seen it yet? Nuh-uh. And I I was afraid to scare you because I thought your whole head's gonna snap <laughs> off. You know, like that's that's the start, and then it just the whole thing goes. Well, that reminds me because when um right after the operation and I was at home and um, you know, I was on a little bit of drugs here and there. But don't don't mind if I did. <laughs> and uh I was reading some of your dumb tweets, and you had a couple. So you weren't reading the good ones. <laughs> you, had, you had a couple of, uh, of video ones with Jeff Tate, and uh, made me laugh so fucking hard that I was really in pain from. Oh that. yeah, you got mad at me for that. Yeah, because uh, you know you can't, especially your throat area. What's the surgery, Karen? I didn't. I'm oh, it, I got my thyroid out. Oh wow. Yeah, and I just got. Who down. needs it? No. Nope. Yeah. Well, who, you do who'd need you it. donate it to? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> There's some kid walking around with an adult-sized thyroid. <laughs> he doesn't need that one. <laughs> it's no good. I think kids should choose their own thyroid. You know, like, I don't see thyroid. I'm, I'm pretty woke that way. Oh, you're woke yeah, that way? Yeah, I don't way? see thyroids. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had the, uh, I was radioactive a couple weeks ago, and um, I stayed in my room for three days. It was supposed to be a week, but the guy at the uh, nuclear medicine department told me, don't worry, this isn't, uh, you know, Russia is not what, what's the <laughs> um, it's not uh, Chernobyl. <laughs> I go it's where surgeries are notoriously bad. <laughs> no, we're <laughs> <laughs> what? No, because it's not I'm having trouble following this because no, you have a big scar in your neck. It's no big. Re, it's no big deal. <laughs> like to have be radioactive. He's like, don't worry about. It, it's not Chernobyl. Oh, I see. He's making so a you were joke. you were emitting radioactivity. Yeah, I wow. have a card in my wallet. If I go through a, a metal detector in the next three months at the airport, that might just go off. So I that's neat. That's like a mutant skill. That's my only thing I got. I, like so I didn't get any all, superpowers. We're all getting free chemo today, is what you're saying. Well, so, yeah, yeah, you won't get it. There's actually no radiation in chemo. Oh, see, he knows. The joke doesn't work on a technical level. <laughs> Could you like throw enough makeup on that to make it unseen, or is it? No, this is it. This is it? It'll if... be gone by the end of the year, probably. Oh, Can I really? say something yeah. weird? What? I think it's hot. Oh, oh nice. Has 77 tattoos. the bouncing probably. boobies he done that. It. This is a sexy. Cars are hot. Uh, well... Yeah, it's going away, kind of. It's like Harrison Ford, but in, instead of you whipping his chin, he got his throat. Yeah, slit. that's right. It's like uh, the lady from um, Top Chef with her. Uh, oh, Padma. Right yeah. yeah oh, yeah. That doesn't totally. slow me down on my attraction for her. No. It doesn't speed me up like this guy. <laughs> well, it's like it's it's like there's something about it. You know, it doesn't rev my motor. Being th going through stuff is sexy, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, oh wow. some, well, somebody goes Road like hard, put away wet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I know that expression is horrible. 
I said, uh, I wants to be put away terrible? wet. Like you're a, ready to go. <laughs> so, like you can't, now with the hashtag Me Too, that's not going to fly anymore. There's, there's a few things that all of a sudden we're just, you know, it's not going to go so good. Oh like stand up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching some movie the other day and there was some insanely sexist thing in it. It wasn't even that old of a movie. And I was just like, wow. Wow. I was listening they to can't do that now. David tells Skanks for the Memories, which is like my favorite comedy record. And he has a joke about, you know, we're doing sex doggy style. We didn't, I didn't plan it. That's just how she passed out. And it's like, you can't do that now. <laughs> that There's just happen. no way you could do that. Well, joke he now. can because he says Maybe. 50 yeah. jokes yeah. every 10 he, minutes. He's but, grandfathered in. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> he says so many things. And also in comedy clubs, we, we still have a little bit of a, that is you know, shock umbrella where you, you could say something to be shocking. And But, you know, Chappelle, Chris Rock, Seinfeld. Uh, I mean, not Seinfeld's not going to say anything shocking, but those guys can all, um, they they all probably have to worry a little bit because their material, especially when they're working on stuff, if it's insensitive, it'll get out there. Yep. You know, people start blogging about it. Or women Blogs too, huge now. you know, yeah. saying inappropriate, weird stuff just to be like, you know, for fun, you know, but, they're funny, but. But you're right, Doug, I'll do stuff in clubs that I wouldn't tweet, that I want yep. typed for posterity, but I would say in a live situation. Yeah, and in a live situation, if they groan, you know, you you know, that's still a reaction, you know, it's but, like charging the room. Whereas say, on Twitter, just a bunch of people hating you for yeah, saying something. Right. You know, or, or, you know, they're nasty responses. And you're explaining yourself to individual Like you got to explain the joke where, even in a comedy club, when you explain the joke, sometimes you can get laughs off of that. Right. But when you're on Twitter trying to explain a joke, it's hard to also be funny. Although, you know, I follow comics who are very good at uh, that interplay of like, uh, they know just how mean to be to their own fans to, that they can get away with. I don't think I can get away with being as mean as some of them, but uh, I get to read that and it's cathartic. Um, That's wonderful. So much, you know, like Paul F. Tompkins, he doesn't take shit from anybody, but he responds. It's still a joke, whatever he responds. And it's eloquent. Yeah, yeah. it's everything. It's lots of he's syllables. everything. He is in a hat. He's everything in a hat. He's a wonderful man. So all yeah. that and a pocket watch. He's been on the show, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we'll have him back because the show we got a lot to talk about because nice. it is Tuesday, March twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. And I used to have like a piece of paper in front of me that said that. Uh, today I probably could not have pulled that up so quickly. But uh, my friend Alexi Wasser is also on the, on the same nerd, Nerdist podcast network. Mm-hmm. She's not anymore? Oh, never mind. Forget her. <laughs> uh, but she records in this space, or at least just did, probably mm-hmm. her last show, uh, uh, What's It Called? Love Alexi. Uh, Aristotle's here shaking his head uh, one way or the other, depending on what we're talking about. Um, He's in charge. She left a note, and on the note, almost like, you know, encouraging me to save it, or I don't know why a person would do this, but it's a nice note from her. Missed you. uh, Just missed you. Hope we can podcast soon. Love, Alexi. But then, that's pretty clever. That's the name of her show, and she could sign (laughs) everything with that. I'm going to start signing everything. Love, Doug loves movies. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then uh, I'll, put that in, I'll put that in permanently into my iPhone on all my emails. But, um, but she put the date, Tuesday, March 27th, 2018, on her little note to me. Perfect. Yeah. Right so there for I, you. It really came in handy. <laughs> but it's... Uh, how iPhones many, are hard to look at. Do we know at. how many days Meltdown is still open for? Three days. Wow. So our beloved Meltdown Comics race down here if you're in the uh, Hollywood area because uh, they have uh, 50% off everything and they still got uh, plenty of stuff, uh, especially if you're a collector of comics. I'm sure you can find something uh, pretty awesome that yeah. uh, you cool can also get for half price. Yeah, lots of, lots of stuff still here, but it's sad because a lot of the shelves are empty and uh, I've been uh, aware of this place uh, for a long time and then when the... Uh, 
the Nerd Melt showroom opened up out back. Um, got to do Douglas movies and uh, events and interruption, and uh, I got to appear on the Meltdown live shows and then also on their TV show and just done a ton of stuff here. So I've been wandering through this comic book store and rarely buying anything, which is I've, I've contributed to its demise uh, <laughs> because uh, I'm just not a comic book person, but I do like looking at everything. And, um, you know, it's like a mini comic con in, in uh, Los Angeles. It's a little bit of your home away from home. Mm-hmm. Because I, of the comedy uh, room down there, you know, because of the nerd melt. Yeah, well, I lo- you know, the room in the back, you know, it had its issues. It was uh, never air-conditioned, so sometimes the year were a little rough, and I'd do my 420 shows back there, and we'd all sweat, like, a lot. And um, they consistently had cricket issues, which is the last sound a comedian wants to hear during the pauses. <laughs> that right though <laughs> it's for reals yeah you never heard me complain no. about it i That's was a vocal great. uh <laughs> i was very much against it but you know the thing is is they'd have exterminators come in and then uh they just come back because you know crickets are mobile and they can, can just so walk w- back in if, you were all si- back if everyone in. was silent in a pause situation you could hear crickets oh yeah and sometimes they're so loud you could hear it while oh. you're talking wow like God. they were insanely they were getting That's it on because isn't that the noise of that they're having sex or trying to Yes. Yeah. They're trying to attract me. Yeah, so. so like maybe comedy got them horny huh. or something, but probably just because it was, you know, they were inside a dark room and, uh, but they I could never, it. they could never get rid of them. So, so you made it part so of So fuck meltdown. you crickets. When this place gets torn down uh, completely, then you're, you're going to, you're going to be out. Buddy Holly named his band like that. Or at least according to the oh, because the he was worried movie, anyway. that uh, about uh, silence from the crowd. No, after there was a song there was a cricket while they were trying to record, and they couldn't uh, find it. At least in the movie, the Gary Busey movie. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I buy that. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> Named their band the Crickets. They're talking about condos, maybe for this what? space. Yeah, so that sucks. No, but like nerd so condos. Nobody <laughs> who wants to live in a condo that's like the. The, the fire station's right there, so you might feel super safe that the fire station's right next door, mm. but you're going to hear loud sirens day and night every time anyone in Hollywood has a fire or an accident. You could be stopping those condos from being built right now. I, maybe. You know why? Like on the Brady Bunch <laughs> episode where they pretended the house was haunted so nobody would buy it. There was never a save meltdown uh, kind of uh, thing because I think the owners are just like it was, yeah. the rent is too high. Let's just fucking you know, and they're probably I wouldn't be surprised if they're getting some money. I hope so. You know, condo money. They don't. I just saw them. They don't seem too sad. I mean, they're they're certainly you know standing there looking at their store that they've been here for forever. Yeah, you asked one of them what he's going to do next, apart. and he said, "I'm just going to going to be on the DL for a while." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound like he's in a hurry he's to gonna move to open, Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Well, I said, "Are you going to open somewhere else?" He goes, "We're going to be on the DL for now," and it's just like I get it. They could have a grand reopening in a, like maybe a smaller, cheaper space, and there's so many places in LA uh, that could have a, a full time store like this. That's just. I mean, this is a big facility, and so it's uh, between the theater in the back and the attic and then the Louis de Palma suite where we do mm-hmm. these shows. And the bathroom. And the bathrooms and the green rooms and, and then the whole comic It's a big comic book store. So yeah. And people play games here. Rent and, must know. be pretty high. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty, on pretty, Sunset pretty, Boulevard pretty. in Hollywood. I think it's pretty high. Well, there's a lot of crappy places It doesn't here. matter how shitty I don't know how are. they get by. There's a place... I'm not even going to name names, but there's places I've been here for as long as I can remember. I'm like, how is that still a thing? Guitar Center. Drug money. (laughs) Not Guitar Center. (laughs) Guitar Center is a big chain, but it is kind of shocking how big that one is. I've seen other good... Because also it's weird that there's 
Sam Ash. There's like five guitars shops on this street. Is that are they must be hurting from the internet too, or do people like to go in there and play? Oh, I, I guess you like want to get your hands yeah. on it. Yeah, but some so. people. I mean, I buy shoes over the internet now. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, that's the same as guitars. I don't just, know how the. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> something that's very personal that you're just like, fuck it. Personal. If it arrives and I don't like it, right. I, I blew it. If someone gives them to woe is it. me. If somebody shows you some <laughs> shoes that um, are for someone else and the someone steals, I will them. just take them. Yeah, I will just take someone else's shoes if they don't know they're getting shoes yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Take if them. If he knew he was already getting the shoes. Anyway, um, I don't even wear those shoes. Oh, great. Yeah. I feel bad for the comics here because like- For the comic <laughs> books? For the- for Where the, are they going to live? <laughs> <laughs> they have to be abandoned. Oh, there's so many sad ones that might not get sold for 50% off by uh, three days from now. Uh, well, like when we first started doing this podcast, you know- Oh my God, I'm so thirsty, Karen. Oh, here, get some- Go pour some drinks. I Thank brought some you. Tito, Thank some you. club soda. Yeah, and the Tito's is chilled, which is really helpful because, uh, you know, that way we don't have too much uh, ice noise on the podcast. And we didn't have ice, usually. So we started doing it, and of course, you know, I'm always in a uh, television situation. I was just giving you options. I didn't know which class you liked. There's that one, too. Uh, That, you know, I was like a little bit, I felt like... You having some of this? Yes. I felt like I was a little bit um, out of the... uh, the comedians, the co- you know, the comedy scene a little bit because I was just like, you know, working on TV shows all the time, which was comedy shows, but yeah. it wasn't the same as, you know, stand-up. And so we started doing this, and you'd bring all the stand-ups on, like Jacob or whoever, and a lot of them had just started out, and a lot of them are fucking famous now <laughs> after this time. <laughs> it's awesome, and a lot of it has it's to do... It's not that awesome. It has to do <laughs> yeah, with... Yeah, Jacob and I aren't too thrilled about that. <laughs> it has to do with a lot of these people supporting comedy, you know, I think. And it's it's like they point. always say when you start comedy at every show, so keep supporting live comedy. Yeah. And I guess it works. It does. <laughs> sort of. You know, I don't know. I mean, you know. I mean, there's, there's definitely diehard comedy fans out there and podcast fans and uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers to Mel. Oh, do you want one too? Yeah, or? yeah let's get Oh, for sure. he's like, yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I'm on the clock. Let's do this. So we got to hold the cheers, Karen, and you got to wait to drink. Oops. Here, grab this one. Oh, I brought <laughs> lemons. Who wants one? Uh, I gave up I'm on good. fruit and drinks. Yeah, I don't do the fruit. That's a recent revelation for me, where I just realized I don't. I used, any drink that's supposed to have a lime, it's no, better not, without a lime. Not even the scent. No, I, I used to do a lot of like I do a lot of vodka cranberries and stuff, and okay. or Captain and Coke. With Splash of something can be fun sometimes. Lime is just. But when they stick it on the edge of my glass, I just end up ignoring it, and then the next time they give me another round, they look at it and go, "Oh, you don't want the fruit," and I'm like, "That's correct." <laughs> There's a bar in Los Angeles what a great chat. <laughs> in Silver Lake called the Cha Cha Lounge. It's just and, fun yeah. watching them figure it out. And they squeeze it for you with their un- with their ungloved hands oh my and God. drop it in without giving you the choice. And it's like every single time ungloved I'm like, Dude, hands. What do you, but, Yeah, you just gotta say no fruit while you're ordering. But it sounds right. it sounds like it sounds like a weird thing to be turning down. No fruit. Like <laughs> Karen. Let's do this. <laughs> let's put it let's do a nice toast to meltdown comics uh-huh. and the support of the stand-up comedian, and books. Oh, okay. Well, hi, I'm... Books. It's here for books. He's stupid. Idiot. Ah, I saw Edward, Edward Albee play uh, that I hadn't seen or read uh, when I was in New York. Just, Who's afraid of returning to what I can think of? Yeah, well, I've, I've seen that one I've, on stage several times. With Elizabeth Taylor? And even done some scene workshops where I had to play fucking George. Did not go well. They're bringing that should be that is on stage again, though. Uh, anyway, what uh, what did you see? It's on stage constantly. It's I don't such, know that it needs to be. It's such a good play, but the movie is just like it just 
summed it up. It's just the movie's such pretty. A, the movie's pretty great, but it, it's also kind of fun to watch people scream at each other like that yeah. in person. You do a lot of plays. I'm not. I don't have a lot of play savvy. You know Tracy Letts, who plays uh, Lady Bird's father. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I saw From him Homeland. in it once, and suddenly that character was a revelation. Like it was. It wow. was like a version where um, even when even when she was being mean to him, mm. he was not. Like even fucking what's his name uh, Elizabeth Taylor's husband Richard, oh, Burton. Richard yeah. Burton he has scenes where he's kind of cowering you know there's scenes where you could tell he's as hurt as she is but uh, Letts. Tracy Letts was fucking he it was much, a whole right? new take on interesting it. he's great because I'd only seen him in Homeland and then I saw him in, where he plays like the kind of crooked director of the CIA or a guy that angles himself to be that and I'm a little rusty but he's such a like evil like conniving corporate military jerk and then to see him as like this kind of frumpy dad in Sacramento yeah. but he did both so well so I like things yeah. he writes too I like he's a good I like his plays and he was in uh, another one this year um, he's in The Post oh The Post that's right yeah and in both movies the words Ladybird are spoken oh yeah so Ladybird Johnson yeah in The Post Ladybird okay. just okay. those words happen in right. both. I was just thinking, trying to think what the context would be in The Post <laughs> He got it. No, they, they, Meryl Streep walked window. in and said, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks like, "Have you seen Lady Bird? It's great." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Oh, Lady Bird's here. <laughs> um, yeah. So, before we get into the food, also we're not like making a chef wait for forever today because we we put this together last minute because uh, you know the the closing of this place uh, was announced pretty recently and. Um, I looked at the calendar and all their evening shows were booked up, so I didn't have a chance to do one more uh, Douglas movies here. And I thought, well, let's just, you know, even if we can't get a chef, let's just do a Dining with Doug and Karen. And when I suggested it to you, Karen, you said, yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Let's try to get a chef. But uh, then when we couldn't get a chef, we were all on the same page. Let's just order some takeout food and bring it in and eat it and talk about it while we also discuss... What next? What is next? For this podcast. There's a lot going on, maybe. Never fear. It's not over. No. We can still do this. Yeah. We I got mean, Aristotle right there. We got too so. good of a theme song to walk away. Oh, <laughs> that thing is There's no other dynamite. theme songs with bok choy no. in them, I don't think. <laughs> so uh, not even any of those shows on Food Network. Let me pour us some soup while you chit. Here we go. The assignment uh, was probably easier for me than it was for Karen was to get Thai food. And I picked up some right across the street in a place that I've uh, known about and gone to for years called Toy, which is kind of a, you know, to go with all these guitar stores, is kind of a rock and roll Thai place. They're uh, open late. They serve food late. They have, uh, if not a full bar, they have a lot of beer and wine. And uh, they're kind of a mainstay in Hollywood. Uh, Where did you go, Karen? I went to Thai Rama in Glendale on Pacific, which is... um a really good place, you know? I mean, it's, it's How, good. How's their cold soup? <laughs> it's not going to be cold. That's why I got soup. Really? Oh, shit, that is hot. Yeah. How did you do it? I did you keep it between your legs? Well, you know what I did, <laughs> you know what I did folks? <laughs> no. Yeah, I got a... I, I'm going to tell you right now, I got a minivan. It's, <gasps> it's, it's pretty nice. We call Oh, this, you have a minivan. Yeah, we call it I thought you were saying you got one for this assignment. Just for this. So you sit in the minivan and your radioactivity keeps the food hot. That does. <laughs> Plus, I put on... The uh, for the vodka and the soda, I put the cool feature on the seat, so it makes the seats cool. Right. And on the Thai food, I put the hot feature. It's like a McDLT. I loved it. <laughs> but how did you did you air condition like cool. the car? Because it's a hot day. 
just or did you suffer bit. a little bit? I suffered. Okay. For this. Because wow. yeah, because once you turn the air conditioning on, then that's Sorry, cold guys. air blowing around. Some of this uh, tom ka, which is like that coconut sort of chicken soup. Uh, let's see, I'll put it in there. And I thought we'd start with this. Why not? And I know Doug, you'll tell, but you, we'll do one of your things next. Yeah. Okay. I thought you know. I mean. Obviously, we did this on the fly, but I thought the idea was you and I were going to both order the same thing. We we're going to decide which restaurant made it better, but well, that sort of fell thinking, apart. I thought just food in general will decide. Is what my idea. oh, which place is better? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to like yours better. I'm not going to lie to you, uh, because you know, like did you hear my description of that place? I know, but I just, <laughs> did it sound like I emphasize the amazing cuisine? Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, got it's great it, paintings. It's, it's near and dear to my heart, that place. I used to go there all the time when I lived here, up the street. That seems like a thing you and Karen Anderson would do. Karen Kilgariff. That's what I meant. Yeah, we did. Me, Karen, uh, everybody. And we'd go there. Laura Milligan. She was a big... The whole gang, yeah. No, I'm telling you. Now that It's all flooding back now that you tell me. That's why I used to have to go there a lot. It's greasy, but I would go crazy for their... Uh, <laughs> their um, they're flat noodles. I can't remember. Pad CU. Yeah, those are greasy and good. I love it so much. It's like more oily than greasy almost. Not yeah. I don't know about there, but yeah. that dish generally. I'm going to go plastic spoon on this because the, yeah, the spoons you brought are gigantic. No, those are serving spoons. I like spoons. the pad. Fucking the cool. pad key Why'd out, you hand it right? to me? Why do I need a serving spoon? <laughs> I handed it to you. You picked it up. No, you handed it to me. You're like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you. You can't have this. Um, but I don't know if there's enough spoons in here, so you might actually have to use a fucking serving spoon. Where? They're right. Show me which ones are spoons. Here's one. Prove it. Here's one. He has one. Oh, you're good. You're good. You have one, and I yeah, have one. Yeah, we got enough. Does Aristotle need one? He doesn't need one because he can't. He doesn't have like one. soup. No, he doesn't like meat. Oh, he don't like meat. Oh, meat soup. And this has meat in it. Okay. What do you think, Jacob? It's good. <laughs> it tastes like Tom. Like Tom Ka? I like it. Oh, here's a little fun fact. Um, so I did that, you know, I told you I took that radio iodine pill, radioactive iodine. Well, guess what happens? A little side effect of it. You can climb walls. <laughs> I wish. Oh. That's what I was waiting for. No, I can't taste really. So, mm. like, for like, you know, I looked on one of these, uh, you know, how they have those forums where people say, hey, I got my thyroid out and then I took this thing and now I can't taste. And someone goes, oh, yeah, that's a side. You know, they talk back and forth and they're so mean about it. Like, someone goes, I heard it's going to be, it can be from three to four months. And this other lady's like, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know anyone that hasn't done it for six weeks. You know, they start being mean to each other on it. Like, that's not true. I don't know where you heard that. You're not a doctor. Anyway. Uh, those forums I hate. Yeah. They're so, Try to, whenever I have a medical issue, the internet's just the worst. I do it too, but it's the worst place to go. Well, anyways, it's starting to come back. But I tasted coconuts or I tasted this kind of soup uh, the other day. And I said, oh, I can taste it. It's delicious if you like that sort of thing. You not not for you. No, I'm not hugely into it. It leaves a weird aftertaste. I like it. That's the um that's the uh, lemongrass. The kaffir? The maybe? Lemongrass and I think there's fish oh. sauce in it too. I like this. Yeah. Look at Jacob, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, fish he sauce. Like, he knows about the food. You were excited yeah. when I told you he was coming. Though. I was. Yeah. I was immediately excited. You were left with a positive impression. Well, well we had met before. I've I think. met him before yeah. as well. But not with yeah, but that was a, that was an interesting thing to me is that you both came up in the Bay Area, but you uh, at completely different times. I I just it's a blur to me, so I just thought we had mutual friends. I've been at parties at Jacobs with Tony Kameen, so why weren't you there? You know what I mean? When? When it, whenever, it wasn't my you, whenever that party it, was. It wasn't my place. It was a, a bartender at the Punchline. Yeah, but you had a baby a, and yeah. yeah. Oh, I just and think there was a bunch of old and new generation when we were. That was yeah. probably, God, that was probably fifteen years ago. Well, I was probably ago. down here or something. Yeah. 
But also, I've just never seen you really at a party since the one I had about 15 years ago. And uh, Oh, that was fun. It was at night, and there was a pool. I thought that was good. I'm Dogs. A, you know, the I'm a big fan of the Tom Cobb versus the Tom Yum, which has no coconut. Uh-huh. It's just a brothy one. Yeah, I Basically like that the too. same soup with no coconut. But I like... I'm, it seems like I love uh, girls on dates always want to get the yum, but I want to get the ka. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's, it's girls like That's the girls like the yum. You might want to put that in your Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean Tinder or Twitter? Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't Tinder anymore. But well, you know, unfortunately. Twitter is Tinder now. Yeah, I mean, I just sort of, I, I think of, I, I, I can't, I can't even begin to go on a dating site of any kind. Um, so I... Uh, I settle for Twitter in front of a and Instagram. And, no, I just use the internet still, but just through social way. media. Yeah. Um, what's next, Doug? It's tough to navigate. And in person. I meet people in person all the time. What do, I what do you next? mean, what's next? What, what do you want to serve? Well, um, tell us what you brought. We could kind of figure out. I brought... I brought a uh, uh, Thai beef salad. I brought... Larb? Is that Larb? Jesus, this guy knows fucking. Uh, no, is I'm, that what it's called? Yes. Think, Why didn't you call it Larb then? Because I don't know the names of them. I well, know maybe it's not. By, is that Larb? Is what do you do? Point remember, to it. I remember it from the menu. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then um, I brought uh, uh, chicken saute. Uh, nice. How do you remember that word? <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> saute, right? S a t e y. S a t e y t e y. Night. Um, my kids love Thai food, so I, we order it so a lot. So good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, funny, I didn't. Larb grew- is pretty common, though. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think people it's know. Not, it's, I think people go, "Hey, give me some larb, not not a <laughs> not a meat salad or whatever the fuck you said." Um, when I was a kid, Thai food was kind of obscure. I mean, it was like it was that was you know a fan. It was very uh, exotic. Yeah, like China, when I grew up in San Francisco, Chinese food was everywhere, and Thai food was like something you know my my mom would want to do on like. A, What's like the one fancy. on the wharf now? Not on the wharf. I'm sorry. I'm Pier Thirty. Uh, at Pier, uh, Thai or Chinese? Thai. The the famous one that's on. I don't know how you keep track of those piers with all know. those numbers. Not the pier. The uh, the the ferry building. So confusing. Oh, was there a th- famous Thai one there? Yeah, you got to go there next time. And I can't. Slanted door. Oh, is that Thai? Isn't it? I didn't know that was. Oh, is thai. it Vietnamese? Could, I didn't. Got me. Whatever, whatever it is, that name's vaguely racist. I just heard an old Rod Stewart song on my way over. Every picture tells a story. Oh, my God. What is he saying that? I think he says, I met a s- slit-eyed girl. No. Oh, wow. I, I want to look it up, actually. Can you can you look it up, Aristotle? Because my phone wouldn't do it. It's um, Every picture tells a story by Rod Stewart, the lyrics. Rivers Cuomo talked about a girl having slit eyes in Buddy Holly, in the song Buddy Holly. And we know he loves Asian girls, yeah. so that one's straight yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, that's an homage. I just started, uh, we did a... Um, uh, Name that tune uh, for CBS we're doing. Uh, hopefully it goes. It was like we taped a few for a pilot. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Banks is the host. We just did it this week. And, uh, Get along good with her? Great. She's so she cool. She seems like a real fun person. She's great. Per- just pro, but funny, but warm. Everything, everything you'd want. Smart. You know, anyway. Uh, she's Any scars. Great. <laughs> and she's got scars all over her body, oddly. Nice. They cover them so well. Well, she's got emotional scars because she had that Walk of Shame movie. <laughs> no, not Pitch Perfect. What, what Walk of Shame? It was a movie called Walk of Shame oh, oh. that she made for uh, HBO where it's about oh, a, a woman know. can't get home after a you know a bad day. Oh, that's funny. Billy yeah. Joe's Halftime Walk of Shame. Or like something. walking around in a tight dress holding her shoes. <laughs> Getting into adventures. It's like but, Adventures in Babysitting if it's just one lady. After One Night Stand. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. But That's we were funny. noticing, like, some of the songs are just so bad. Like, I mean, it's a classic, but, you know, Young Girl. I don't think she even gets fucked. 
I think she gets <laughs> not fucked and then has to have a walk of shame like she uh, had been fucked. Oh, that's that's. I think funnier. I don't know. That's funnier. But you know, like, but that, she ends yeah. up with the guy at the end. <laughs> I don't think so. No. I think she remains pretty independent. She just walks the streets, learns some things about herself, like the out of towners. But there's just like wacky adventures. It's a comedy. I want to watch it. I've seen most. I've seen know. quite. It's a called better. Walk of Shame. It's a funny it. concept. It yeah. seems like the kind of concept you build around the title. Like, you know, you think like, oh, or the kind of movie you build around the idea of the, the phenomenon of the walk of shame. You know, there's a movie there. It. I don't remember who, but there's funny people in it. It's good. She's, you know, she's made good. For HBO? She gets in, in trouble with the mob or some, or a gang or some shit. I don't know. It's one of those movies. I saw it. I enjoyed it. I put it in my well, let's not think too much about it file. This is a good show. You know, <laughs> it's been proven. Name that tune. We all like it. Yeah. And, and we update it. And it's really fun. How many notes? How many notes? How many notes will it take you? And then there's all these other ones. I can name in two notes. Yeah. Beep, beep. Okay, maybe I can. (laughs) (laughs) That was take five by Dave Brubeck. (laughs) I like the lady who's like. They give you clues too, though, right? You can't. You don't just get two notes. Not forbidden note. Yeah, you get a clue first. Yeah. Some of them you don't get clues. You just get musical clues. You know, like they'll play um, part. You know, they'll sing it. Can you give us a clue and Jacob and I will bid? Oh yeah. Um, That'll be fun. Um. Do Weezer. <laughs> this was a this was a, a a a very popular song in the eighties, and uh, it was from a group from Scotland. Okay, I think I've already got some ideas. Uh, How many notes can you name it in? Um, What's the top bid? Can somebody just seven, be like, I can name it a thousand seven, notes? Seven. Seven. I'm gonna go three. Ooh, he says three seven. notes. Well, I have to go two. Jacob. Okay, I can't do. One. And you gotta name the song, right? You gotta name the song. Okay. Name that tune. <laughs> so you gotta say name that tune. Name Doug. name that tune. Doug. All right, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Benson. Okay, so give me the two notes. Don't don't. Come on, Eileen. Yes. <laughs> Boom! I'm great at this. It was great. <laughs> and this one lady goes, "I got it." Oh no, Louise. Oh no. Oh uh, no. Oh no, Louise. What a fucking great. Because <laughs> it doesn't even sound like that. Like Come I could on, see I... somebody doing a sound like, "Come on, Irene" or something. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no Louise. <laughs> That's great. Uh, what so, would the next line be? It's so funny. Oh, how knees. you tweeze. Yeah. Down on my knees. <laughs> Let's have some get, cheese. Get down on your knees. <laughs> do you like wheeze? Because er, I really do. It's so fun. It is a fun, you know, it's like, there's so many shows you're like, oh, gosh, I'd love to write for this show. I'd love to write. And this, and I never would have thought of this, but it is the best. Oh, my God. You like fun. writing those clues? We don't have to write. I, I just have to write like jokes off of them. Oh, great! And then also, uh, she makes a lot of jokes during it. A little because the pa- no, previous name that tunes spr- aren't very jokey. We sprinkle them throughout. Very little like back pocket. Kind of like Alex Trebek. Stuff. She thinks of a shitload of stuff just off. You know, because it's a lot of it's improv. Because you don't know you don't know if the person's going to say, "Oh no, Louise." You know, you can't guess that. Usually, right. they'd say yes and Louise. Yeah. <laughs> good improv. You know? and whatever. They, what was the contestant's name? Do you remember? <laughs> No. Because I hope Elizabeth Bag said, oh, no, and then her name. <laughs> she did say something funny like that. She always says funny stuff. We The only thing we write for also is like- she um, said, oh, we, come on, Eileen. We don't write this, but we interview the contestants and then make them, you know, we find out what what's in their little wheelhouse and then ask them to do those things, you know, like if they're good at singing or impressions or whatever. And then we tell her, Elizabeth, and she picks which ones she'd like to ask them about, you know. So it's not, it's like producing more than writing. But um, it's really fun. Really, really, really fun. The one's that, that's going to go. 
be the, on the air for sure. You just did a I pilot. I mean, it, we did. We taped a few for the pilot, and if it doesn't go on the air, I'll be really surprised. I mean, everyone, especially is, as a summer thing, because they've yeah. got it's Jane like, Lynch and Alec Baldwin, and they got a the, million things. The, uh, yeah, the banks. A guy, the band leader, toured with um, Bruno Mars forever. He just started on his own. Philip, I don't know his last name, with a fucking great band, live music. It was really good. It's gonna go. I mean, it's you know that used to be. Kathy Lee Gifford would come out yeah. and sing the notes. Yeah, that's right. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Can't remember the name of the guy who hosted it then, but I loved it. I, it was a show. Our, it our was like a, the whole family. <laughs> the whole family would watch it. You know. Yeah, it's gonna be. Because my parents would know the older songs, and I'd know the you know the whenever they do because I'm mean, kind of crying. It also had kind of a Lawrence Welk vibe to it though. Like it was very Back wholesome then, yeah. songs. Like now, will they do like Baby Got Back or some shit? Or they did that, and everybody guessed what was it called. What do they think the name was? Oh, uh, L.A. Face with the Oakland Booty. No, they didn't just say another lyric from the song. What do you think? Everyone thinks that song's called. I he says, "Baby got back" over and over again. But they don't say it in the clues. They sing another part that they still. I get. like big butts, and yeah. I cannot lie. Yep. Yeah. Everybody. That's what they'd say. It's called I, "I like big butts." It's called. Yeah, they say that all the time. Only wow. one person got it right after all the wow. rehearsals we did with like stand-ins and then uh, out of the and the real contestants. Mostly white people. No. Everybody. Wow. wow. Just old, I guess, now. But, I mean... But also, why would you so... think that's, that's, what's that's, that's what it's called? Yeah. Like it, like, I don't know. It's just Baby Got Back so many more yeah, times. Yeah, and these are experts on lyrics and stuff, you know, the people, you know, they're really, really? good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were so... Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you see people blow up pretty bad on Jeopardy. Oh, and stuff. And, you know, those are obviously smart people that had to... And they'll, you know, let's just say ridic- ridiculously stupid things. Oh, sometimes. I got one for you. All right. Uh, uh, am I supposed to be saying these? I wonder. Oh, it's probably not a good thing to yeah, do. Yeah, better not. Okay. Give, oh, us these... an, give us another one. If there's a podcast that's under the radar, it's us. Okay. Who Who's going to listen to it? All right. This band named their <laughs> uh, band after uh, their high school basketball coach they didn't like. And um, it's, that's a strong clue. And, uh, um, it, but they sang about uh, a southern state. They named it this after. This is a tougher one. I get to go first this time. Uh, okay. Seven notes. Um, I'm gonna go f- f- four notes. I'll take three. I'll do two. Whoa! Name it, Jacob. Name that tune. Yeah. Say it. Name that tune, Jacob. Jacob. Right. Leonard Skinner's "Sweet Home Alabama." That's right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Now we need a tiebreaker. And they play it. I did it with More no notes. Material from the show you shouldn't be exposing. Uh-oh. Maybe I can make one up. Here, let me serve some food. And I'll try it's to make. What's his name? Leonard it's not going to affect the outcome. <laughs> Skinner. Oh, his name was actually yeah. Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Probably. I bet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I thought it was one of those bands where there was no party with that name, and that they just called themselves that. I always thought that was someone's name, like yeah, Jeff Tall. Oh, oh, the coach. They named uh, it's yeah. Leonard Skinner was the coach. All right, I'm gonna. Just I'm having trouble following this. What's happening? Okay, so I brought um, I one of the my go to whenever I eat there is the uh, pineapple chicken uh, rice, and uh, so I think I got that, and it's got like nuts in it. They were concerned about the nuts. They asked me like, "Is it are nuts okay?" Yeah, you opened it up perfect. So uh, yeah, let's give some of that a try. Thank you for bringing some extra uh, plots. I'll eat these nuts. Yeah, right. (laughs) They're so. It's really good. It's, you know, it's pretty basic, but I enjoy it. That's what I find with Thai food. There's only a few places that are really, like the, like the Tom Yum, the Tom Ka that we had. It's, 
it's all pretty consistent everywhere I've gone. I don't know that I've had a Tom Ka that was really stood out from other Tom Ka's. Yeah, there aren't like, uh, like at Thai places, there aren't like chefs in the back like trying to figure out a new way to do it. You know, or, uh, you know, it's just basic. It's just like these are the dishes. But there's that one place called like Night Song and Kitchen or something. You know, is, am I saying it right? It's on. There's one on Sunset. There's two of them. I know the one in Silver Lake on Sunset. And night market and song. Oh, yeah. It's like night market or song. Night market song. It's had a weird name, but that place is that you. T- it's like it's. It feels like fine dining Thai or something, or not fine dining, but like gourmet. Well, I definitely think there's better places than some. My kids are in love with this really mediocre place, and they just don't want to try anything new. Or and... which one? It's called Leela Thai on Silver Lake Boulevard. We just order from there. It's right by the satellite, like Are two doors down. I mean, it's yeah, it's fine. It's adequate. It's great. I mean, it's it's. I'm not, I'm not a Thai snob, but I know that a lot of people don't like it. I think it's it's fine. But my kids just they're basic. They just want fried rice and stuff. I will yeah. say this for this place. Uh, oh, we can eat. This is from Rock and Roll Thai or from. Toy. Yeah. Come on, toy. Two shrimps. Two shrimps. That's it. Well, also, I mean, shrimps in a rice dish or a salad or something is weird to me because you still got to pull the tail off of it. You're not going to just swallow it whole. Well, of course not. But yeah, so it's just when weird. When it's fried, I eat the tail, though. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. I learned that from my Asian friends. Oh, yeah, I guess that's all right. I mean, jeez. Kevin Shea taught me that, yeah. Asian, Asian comedian. Yeah, it's probably just kind of crunchy. And yeah. I could probably serve another Good. thing. Uh, somebody's calling me from New York City. Hmm. New York City? Who is it? That's weird. I can't taste. Because it's not, you know, there's no name came up, so it's somebody that has my number, mm. but I don't have theirs, and they're in New York. So, you know, maybe it's just the wrong number, but... 917 or 212? Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm going to look it up again. This is good. I can taste the pineapple. <laughs> I can't taste shit. Um, I had the kids blindfold me and then feed me something, you know, so they gave me liquid. And I was like, I figure they're trying to trick me. So I go, I don't know, pickle juice. And it was uh, pink lemonade. Oh, no. <laughs> no what were the t- choices you gave me? 212. 212 or 917. 929. Nine. Hmm, that's New York City? <laughs> that's what it says. But, so, you know, you can't probably trust. Probably Astoria. Well, a lot of times it'll be like 818. It's from Los Angeles. That's how you know it's a trick call because hey, that's not Los Angeles. It's The Valley, right? Oh, yeah. sneaky. Well, Which is Los Angeles. I guess it could right? be, yeah. Um, I'm going to serve something else on the plates, too, because... Okay, but this gets the job done. You know, the, the chicken is cooked right, mm-hmm. and uh, the rice is good, and they throw little things in there, uh, peanuts, which... Cashews. Nope. Yeah, yeah, it's always it's fun good. to catch a cashew, but I could see where... Spring you know, onion. Karen was talking about the shrimps. I think they're also a little uh, little light on the, on the uh, nuts. And the chicken. They're like... They're taking the cue from P.F. Chang's. God forbid they put a goddamn chicken in their chicken dish. What? Oh, it's true. It's all chicken. <laughs> really? Every chicken dish I've had there is all chicken. I will not disparage well, P.F. Chang's. All right. Not oh, me. I love them. Which one do you go to? Burbank. Oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> well, I used to Is it even Bur- open anymore? Yeah. The one by Flappers? Yeah, didn't they remodel it or something? Oh, that might have been what happened because one time I, w- I went by there and it was closed and I was like, what? Yeah. I'm not a big P.F. Chang's fan. I Chang's. I've never, I haven't been to a lot of them. Don't go. I love them. Doug loves the chains, though. <laughs> She's wrong. You're Everybody the, I take to one uh, raves about it. It's Jeff Tate's favorite place to eat now. You do, and but, you know how he doesn't like anything. 
Like he has the, to tell him, give me the rice and the chicken. You put anything else in there, and uh, I, I'm going to scream bloody murder. But you're big on the chains for consistency. I've noticed, like on the road, yes. on the road, you don't want to try. You don't want to go to somewhere where they, you don't know what you're getting into. They're crazy like, consistent, but they all, except for the one in Salt Lake, they always have like a, a big long bar that there's plenty, of, usually seats at, you know, so you don't have to like wait for a table and and uh, you know, and I like to drink, so it's nice to sit at the bar because the bartender, you know, sees when your drink is empty. And what's your favorite boom. chain? Chain. Does fast food count? Um, mm. Nah, sure. Mm. I mean, I would say like sure. on the road, where would you want to go sit down and eat maybe? Oh, I am, I'm always wanting to get the thing, the local thing. Yeah. Like if, whenever I get somewhere, I'm like, like Pittsburgh, for example, there's the Primani Brothers with the, the sandwich with the French fries. They kind of invented that with the French fries inside the sandwich. Oh, I've never and I saw that like that. on Food Network. So went to Pittsburgh a few years ago. The minute I got there, I'm like, take me to the sandwich. You know, I, And Doug and I were in Cincinnati and Doug had no interest in Skyline Chili when you've probably done it a million I've times. I've had it, yeah. yeah. Had but it. I was like, I gotta have, if I'm here, I've never I've been never had since, the real in Cincinnati. Stuff. So I'm like, if I'm here, I'm going to Skyline Chili. I'm getting five I like way. it. It's very weird. It's not chili. I made it. It's we weird. Made it for a friend who's from Cincinnati. Chili and spaghetti and cheese and stuff. But you know, chocolate. Right. What? Chocolate? Yeah, chocolate syrup's in it. Really? Yeah. It's a mole. Yeah. Isn't yeah, that call that a mole. In they Los sell Angeles. it. They have like a stand that sells it at the the amusement park there, King's Dominion. And I, that's true. I almost always always get one when I'm there because that just feels. If you're in an amusement park, the food choices are so shitty that you might as well get the thing that the whole city loves. You know. I used to get excited when I saw Steak and Shake, but now we have a few here. Yeah. So yeah steak and I Shake on the I road. Don't... I like the peppers on the table and stuff. Yeah, I just it's not really. It's not, not special, you're but it's not cheap really and good. Down having a steak. No, but it's it's it's, it's so unbelievably <laughs> cheap so for what literal. you're getting. <laughs> what do you mean so literal? It's like if you walked into a steak you know, sandwich, it's a steak sandwich. Place it's a steak and they didn't sandwich. have pizza. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they call it, you know, it's like Midwest. I what's guess the other like, popular uh, hamburger place that's so popular here now? In and out or no? No, someone from far away. But not far away. Mommy or one of these water burgers or Five Guys or there's a bunch. Five Guys. Is um, a that's burgers. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was sandwiches. No, those are burgers. I have to answer my favorite chain though. It's really it's probably disgust a lot of people, but I am a huge KFC fan. I just think oh. it's delicious. Yeah, like when you know if you go, yeah, pound- that's why it exists. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like people that think McDonald's isn't good, they don't. They oh, don't know shit. I, yeah, I've always said that. That's yeah. funny. That's a big pet peeve of mine. When people say that I don't eat fast food, it's gro- it tastes gross. Bullshit! Like it's you could say I don't want that in my body. I know how it's made. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. It dis- you know psychologically. I'm but like it's designed in a lab by scientists to taste good. Like it's objectively yeah, delicious. They're not going to a three star mm-hmm. Michelin restaurant right. instead. Right. They're going <laughs> exactly. to somewhere else. It's yeah. all they're all working from the same right. items. I but I feel like <laughs> just food. You can give me you know I love good food and I eat you know goose liver or stuff you know but. Pound for pound, just a taste of KFC original recipe in your mouth. It's hard; doesn't get much better than that. Bunch you know, of Tabasco it's sauce. It's funny because you know what I like a little bit better than it, and I finally yeah. had it. Popeyes. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like the original recipe. We've had some good chicken on this show. Oh shit! Yeah, we've had some good, a couple fried uh, chicken. Yeah, uh, where we had really good chicken from was um, the kid that wore the banana suit. He's really popular now, and mm-hmm. I went to his restaurant in uh, you did. in Echo Park. Uh, Gosh, for some reason I can't remember the name. There's of it. like a handful of restaurants that, that guy to go to because we met him on this show. That's where we should go, though. He's so that guy is a great cook, and he's got a cookbook out too. Now. I don't want to brag, but earlier today I had a call back for a commercial audition for KFC. And, oh, oh my and, and, god! Then on the way out, I probably blew the whole thing by going, "I like KFC for real, guys. I'm probably going right now." And they just all looked like in front of all the directors and stuff, and it probably just looked like the lamest kiss-ass move. But I just was actually Maybe, excited at the prospect of I getting free you. KFC. Yeah. I'd believe you yeah. if I were them. You got to tweet it out. Now, who what, yeah. who do we know that tweets out uh, the, the place that they love so much, and then they start to... Dan Van Chili's. Kirk loves chilies. 
Uh, I have bad so memories with Chili's, but they, it's a good deal. Well, any bad experience at one of these places, like Karen with her no orange in the orange dish, or not orange, no chicken in the chicken dish. So I was thinking of orange chicken, which is True. just a bunch of pieces of chicken. Yeah. That's all there is. No There's Arsenio nothing else Hall. in it. Yeah. It's all chicken. Yeah, no veggies. Ask Arsenio Hall. About what? Chicken and chicken. Wow. That's an, that's an intense name drop over chicken. Yeah, but he apparently got an order of it that did not have enough chicken in it. Every time. <laughs> Why do you keep doing it? Ask for double meat. <laughs> yeah, he can. He's he's fucking Arsenio, man. Me and him. I think know. if he just waves his fist around, he gets whatever he wants. Oh, Little woof woof woof, and he's good to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, my problem with Chili's was a heartache. There was a, a girl that I broke my heart that used to love to go there, and we'd go there together. There you go. So See, there's lots of great reasons to not like a chain, yeah. and a bad experience of any kind or a, or a, an association. Uh, you know, can uh, can definitely ruin it. Chili's so. has a two, a, like a two, like a family. What do you call it, like a duo meal where you get like two steaks and you, like two. It's like twenty five bucks for like act like steak and potatoes and like for two people. It's amazing. Their and, and it comes with a margarita. Are sweet. Yeah, Chili's. Is you know great. what I loved when I didn't have a ton of cash? Sizzler. Oh yeah, it's great. I went there. I recently. I've fucking only been there loved Sizzler two times. In Anthony my life. Bourdain went to Sizzler with David. Is it Co or Cho or Coey? Co. Oh right? yeah, that guy. Cho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you'd like to watch all those shows, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bourdain's cool. Yeah. I don't really like him, but I feel like he likes to hang out like how I would like to hang out. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, yeah. but I. What do you like about him? That he's like kind of bossy, or yeah, he's, uh, he's kind of self-important. Just like thinks he's better than everybody else. Yeah, he's kind of too cool for school. Oh, Actually, yeah, I don't dis. I don't dislike him. He's just like I'm not, I watch the show more for the see the stuff he does than because I'm into him as a personality. I don't hate him or anything. Maybe I'm just jealous. because He's, he's no like, Guy Fieri. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I used to go to his restaurant in New York because it was in Times Square. And like they, they had, uh, no, the guy, the last person I mentioned. Mm. And um, <laughs> not, not jumping back to the other guy. I didn't know if he already had a New York restaurant. He oh, did. Yeah. He had a restaurant in Times Square, but it only lasted a couple of years. Maybe a little more than that. Maybe three it got but, the worst uh, t- restaurant Everyone, Everyone I'd tell time. I was there would always tell me, yeah, somebody was super mean, do it for no good reason. Because yeah, fi- it was fine. You know, it was just like. You no, know, just a jerk. But if you hate that guy, you know, then you're going to hate that restaurant. Read it sometime, Jacob. Mm. It's Because even worst. the menu has his kind, of, his kind of expressions in it that are just so irritating. Like, come on down to Flavor Town and shit like that. Like, ooh, that sounds awful. Kachow. <laughs> that reminds me of how, like, <laughs> this part of the beard is called a flavor saver, oh. you know? Ah. It's so yeah, gross. You're right. So, anyway, I'd eat there. People would make fun of me for it. But, you know, I, I met a real chef uh, who, you know, helped open that place. And we talked about my favorite dishes. And he made me feel, he made me really good, made me feel good about my choices. But then I went, tried to go there this, this last week when I was in New York. And um, it's closed, right? Completely shut down. And the sign out front says closed for a private event. <laughs> <laughs> and that private event. Is them being closed. <laughs> that private event is getting all the tables out of Guy there. Just no, because I looked through. You know, you could see in through a little. They, they've boarded things up, but you could see through it a little bit. And there's just like it just looks so not like there's an event going on. Like just it is <laughs> done. Event. It is done. There's just like dust. And a private event. Couple is. of chairs, <laughs> and it's a huge space. So I always wondered how they could afford the rent. You know, uh, because every restaurant in that area in Times Square, you know, is pretty tiny because. You know, to so they could afford it. Yeah, I just feel like he flew a little too close to the sun on that one. It just he doesn't feel like a New York City guy. No, like no, no. Where, he, well, the tourists. Know. The idea was it's right sure, in the middle of sure, all the Broadway sure. shows. It's right across the street from Hello Dolly. Like, so it's so they were they were always busy enough. It seemed, 
but they weren't ever packed because it was like, a huge place. Like he'd do great in Jimmy Vegas. Place yeah, he would do great in Vegas, like the like a Toby Keith kind of situation. I don't. Doesn't seem like even in, on Broadway. I think people in New York, even bumpkins on vacation, want to feel sophisticated if they're seeing a Broadway show or something. I think I maybe go. all the restaurants yeah. are crazy full around there, just because people have to eat go somewhere. There's thousands of people. I have a question. Karen's raising her hand. <laughs> what? Toby Keith has a restaurant. In Vegas, he does, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? I love this bar and grill. He had one in Rosemont, Illinois, but it closed because of uh, tax Yeah, I like it, too. Issues. I think it's okay. Just, yeah. No, that's what it's called. Uh, yeah, that, I love this bar yeah. and grill. Yeah. <laughs> they play his music. Name. They just play know, videos of his on loop. My little fellow was in a Toby Keith video uh, where it was, um, they just saw him like at a, at a it was at a bat. It threw bat. me off because that's what I call my penis. <laughs> 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 They saw they saw him when he was like four at this at this uh, baptism. It's so fucking hot in here. Let's not do shows here anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, anyways, he, so they said, "Can he Your be?" Your penis in was in it. <laughs> the director was there, and he goes, "Hey, can you be in this video for Toby Keith?" It's called "I'm a Bartender." Oh, it's called "Hope on the Rocks," and it's the saddest thing you've ever seen in your life. And my little guy Andy plays. Uh, um, this lady looks out the window dreaming about the little boy that her little boy that got killed, and it's Andy. <laughs> oh my gosh! So sad. That's like the first ten minutes of Arrival. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so sad. Too much. After we saw the video, we we're like, Jesus God, this is like the saddest song I've ever seen. She's like dreaming about him, and she pulls out a picture, and then she dreams that he's running to her. That's kind of sad for you. I can't imagine seeing a thing where my kid died, even in like a narrative thing. That, that's a little. Oh, was it, that was that a little rough for you to see? Or was it just so funny and comedy? I loved it because they, they asked him to kick the soccer ball. He and, did such a great job. Oh, okay. But like the, seeing your kid as the dead kid didn't... <laughs> no, no, it did, obviously. Did F with and you a little bit? Was sad. Can you fuck? Why am I say F with? I don't know. Everybody comic book was story, so like sad. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in the, in the, in the video. How did that don't worry about it. The place is being demolished. <laughs> Weird that everybody's sad when there's a kid that died. Um, <laughs> so, Jacob. Yes. What do you got going on? What's, what's new? Oh, uh... Not a ton. Stand up, obviously. Yeah. You're doing it, right? Yeah, I'm doing it. You're I'm doing stand up comedian. I got, I got Very s- good. Secret dates with Doug coming up. I can't. Oh, you can't, I can't talk about him. No. Very well, we try up. try to keep the guests a secret because you know always... some people Those might not buy a ticket if they know he's going to be there. That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm that's, not being mean. Not... You just don't ever know. Like you don't know who wants to. People are more interested in a surprise than knowing that it's somebody that, for whatever reason, like maybe they've seen him before. You know, like it's just. I like to keep it exciting for the the people and people. A, a lot of True. a lot of people love him. A lot a lot of times when we're doing stand up, a lot of the audience doesn't know who he is and they're exposed to him and they they like him. We always have a great time. Well, Doug runs. That's a. I like that you how you run your shows like that with all the openers and and guests on your stuff. Well, I put and, it on them all, to try all, to get people to come down. You know, all, like it's all secret though. Then the, the people still have to sit through me. You know, so it's like it should just be people that want to see me. I um <laughs> think it's interesting that <laughs> you asked me guests. what I'm up to when I just told you I had a callback for a KFC ad. <laughs> <laughs> it's that like, he hello. nailed until he fucked it up on the way out. <laughs> so he's going to go. Saying he likes them. He's going to go sit by the phone now, <laughs> even though it's in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, that's that's my bit. With, I do that with the with the ladies and when they say they're going to call, I'll be waiting by the phone, but they don't even get it because they never. <laughs> women I date don't remember. Land, weren't alive for landlines. <laughs> I'll call you back on a rotary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joke kills with the twenty-year-olds. Oh God! I was watching a little bit of uh, uh, Hello. Uh, What's the Nick Kroll and uh, John Mulaney? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, hello there. 
right? Hello there? No. Hello there. That's Obi-Wan. It's is that what it's called? What's it called? Hello. Well, that, oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Yeah. yeah, see, when you start saying it wrong to begin with, it's hard to try to get into uh, it. I love Aristotle. He wants to jump in, but he doesn't. You he does it quietly. To. He's very quiet about it. Uh, he knows the answers. He, he knows oh, the hello. Yeah, but Which I saw on Broadway. It was so uh, funny. So funny. But they I, did I, it on Netflix, so I assume that's it's, where I saw it. I gotta watch it's pretty that. similar. Oh, Jesus. I love that shtick. Oh, I haven't seen the show. They're so goddamn funny. They do. At one point, they're both laying down on stage. Facing up, uh, you know, um, heads opposite, like they're going to 69 each other. But they're laying flat on the floor and they're just staring at the ceiling and just trading back and forth jokes that, like, clearly they're surprising each other. Like they're saying new ones uh, every night, you that's know? Great. And, uh, and, but yet they're still so funny. And, um, and yet a lot of, like, people in the front rows can't even see them because they're laying on the stage. They're, like it's totally for the balcony. <laughs> their thing with the rotary phone, uh, uh, just how you use a a rotary phone on stage and overwork it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's all I'll say because I want you to be surprised. No, no, also, oh. yeah, they have this really silly set and everything, and it was it was a great show. I got to go backstage, and uh, they have like a nice. very formal hangout afterwards, where I was like, "Aren't you guys my friends? This seems pretty <laughs> formal." But it was still neat that I got to do it, and. Um, uh, yeah, do they say watch the it on Netflix? I haven't seen the Netflix version yet because I you saw it live, but I do I do want to watch it, revisit it because there's so many jokes you can't you can't even I couldn't quote you one joke right now. Do they say cocaine a lot? I like when they say yeah cocaine. yeah 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 they say yeah cocaine. the what's his name John Mulaney's uh, uh, character uh, really Butchers. but they both do they both love to just butcher the pronunci- they say, pronunciation they call, they call of a phone words. a fun yeah yeah. And it's just, and it's always um, with the abbreviations of the names. It's always like done in a way that's like, uh, like how a snob, you know, how like a snobby person would say something, because you know, kind of like uh, Charles Winchester on Mash would always be like plebeian. It's like shut the fuck up. They make a fun call. Yeah. Anyway, they're great, and uh, you know, good. Good on them for being hugely successful. Did I know Mulaney hasn't done it, but did Kroll do the food show? This show? <laughs> That's what I call it. No. No, no. no. All right. Well, that's yeah, another that guest to get. We still have to talk about the future. Yep. We haven't even gotten into that, but let's talk the next well, t- dish. Let's talk about what you're thinking. Oh, also, let's talk about those chicken sautés. You can't have those cold. They're not as good. Oh, I don't mind. They're right. I don't mind them being cold. You slaver enough of that uh, peanut sauce on there, and I'm always happy. You want a new plate? Uh, we have plenty. No, just go ahead and dump it on there. I'll give a fart. Well, sorry, sorry to, sorry to say that word hey, while guys, we're this eating. It is, fun. It is I'm yeah. Go ahead and say it. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> uh, tell us what you're go. what you're Calm serving down, up. Karen. <laughs> this is the beef uh, salad, and the reason I got it was because uh, it doesn't have to be hot. Wait, I don't think that is larb. Is it because I was maybe not? Yeah, I think larb I think is it's ground just beef. Salad. I think lar- said larb is ground beef. Larb, and I got all excited. Oh, wait, I think larb is ground beef. Right. Yeah, so Aristotle? so you both you both don't know anything. So oh, did you find out eat. about the slit? I mean, the, uh, what is it? What does he say? Slit eyes. Slant eyes. Wow. Well, that's the thing is, it's just there's levels of shit you can get away yeah. with that are just changing all the time now. I think River said your tongue is twisted, your eyes are slits. Yeah, and I, you know what? I have such a hard time understanding what he's saying, and, and I don't pursue the lyrics. That I don't think I ever knew that's what he was saying. Oh, dab a little on there. Pass it over to. I like this. Yeah, the beef is really good. I go right to it because I don't, you know, I'm not in a salad, but I'll I'll have a piece of beef with some salad mm-hmm. just to feel healthy. Mm, it tastes good. 
I can it, taste it. And there's a cold dish. Hmm. Yeah. It's supposed to be cold. Dish. So it's supposed to be cold, so I think, because it's pretty cold. Well, I brought some pad thai with, uh, with beef in it, and uh, pad thai is, like, that's another thing I liked about toys. You can get something to go and... Or you you know you, you eat half of it because they're pretty big servings. And you mm. can take the rest of it home and eat it cold or heat it up the next day, whatever you whatever you're feeling. You really know how to order. I do. Yeah. Hmm. It's always great to get something you can heat up. Can heat up anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for our next idea. The verdict. Wait, what do you think? Uh, I like this. this oh, best. you already said you liked it. It's good. It's spicy. It's I spicier like it. than I would like. You did, that, that was a sauce. Okay. I like so the you spice. didn't have to put the sauce on. Here. It was a little, to, actually, it was a little spicy before. I tasted it before I put sauce. It still had a little kick to it. Oh, well, here. Let's try this without the sauce. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's good. I, I, I'm just saying. Saw, this like, beef is so good. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had this in a restaurant or I let's say it. now, <laughs> I'll definitely eat something else to try to <laughs> make it. Um, less that rice? that's the lasting in, if, taste that I have in my mouth, you know. We should have some fried rice with it. It'll cool it off. Yeah, that'll be fine. Um, okay. So next, what we want to do is, and Doug had this idea, which I think is really good, is because Nerdist can uh, travel with you. You know, they can they can do a remote shoot, as we did with Cinefamily. We did it a bunch of times at Cinefamily until or that place shows. was brought down by horrible men. Yeah. Or men that, that were accused shame. of being horrible, whichever, however you look at it. So it's it. gone? Just, well. It's just gone, yeah. I mean, wow. like the, the board at Cine Family, like, distanced themselves from everybody that was accused of stuff, and they were immediately left the company or the, whatever you want to call it because it was a nonprofit. It sucks no one could come in and save that place. It was just a great Well, that's space. the thing is there will, there will be, it'll either get turned into something, which may not be a movie theater, but that, there's no way they're going to, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but it, it's been sitting, just just sitting there for months. It's just a movie theater. It's just sitting there with nothing going on. So it is, it's pretty sad every time I drive by, but just down the street, there was the Fairfax cinemas on Fairfax and... Um, uh, Beverly, that uh, that place has been empty and not a theater for many years. So who knows how soon Cine Family will rebound? But hopefully somebody will come along with you know with some money and do something with it. But there's like a draft house uh, downtown. Uh, is it opened already or about to someday? So that's nice. I mean, you know, hopefully there'll just be new stuff that pops up. I hope it's just not a lot of you know chain theaters and. Although I do love the arc lights, I gotta say that's my yeah, favorite place nice. to see a movie. Um, are you gonna go see? Um, I got tickets to go see uh, the fortieth anniversary of Greece. I think that. What? Be when is that? Um, the eighth, April eighth. Oh, I'm busy. But you might be somewhere. Oh, you don't want to see are it. They're doing I special things. No, I don't know what day of the week April eighth is. <laughs> I've seen Greece in the theaters. Where are you seeing it at? At an arc light? Nah, we did decide not to see it at the ArcLight because it's. We'll just go the one. Wait, it's going to just open everywhere? Yeah, it's going to be like in you know several theaters. Is it and like several a Fathom cities. Events thing. It's a what? Fathom <laughs> Events. Adam. No. A- Adam. No Fathom Events. Fathom Events. Fathom Events. Is it Fathom Events? Fathom, Fathom Events. Adam, is it Fathom Events? Adam, Adam tickets. Fathom Events. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just going to be at a regular in regular theaters, with no like. Is it going to be a sing along? Are the words going to be on the screen? No, or is just, just a regular? Because it's thirty years. How long? Forty. Forty years. Wow. Uh, and talk about seventy six. I think things. it came out seventy eight. Some songs that John Travolta sings. Are oh my so god! Filthy. Yeah, it's a real pussy wagon. Oh my god! Pussy. Yeah, yeah. Pussy wagon. You'll be getting lots of tit. 
he says. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, something about how fucking how wet it. they're going to get. Uh, the chicks will cream. The chicks will cream, yeah. Cream. yeah. Yeah, I've watched which it recently. Is a, which is a lady orgasm, right? It's raunchy. <laughs> no, it's a specific it's kind of raunchy. lady orgasm. And it came, it, you know, it came you from- extra for it. It came from a musical that was like, that was part of the thing, and then just, and they just shot it, and the lyrics are so hard to discern in any one- you know, anybody sees it once isn't walking away going, oh. oh, that song was so dirty. Not only that, it's like one of the main subplots is about abortion, yeah. you know, and it's a very, I watched it with my kids recently. Right. And it's like, oh, I didn't, I thought this was like a cool, it's like a fun family musical. And like, oh, yeah. no, it's a got, lot of, there's some it's conversations got some to dark have stuff in it that came from the, the theatrical, the theater version and uh, somehow made it into the movie anyway, even though it was marketed and then appreciated as a family movie. I mean, Saturday Night Fever is super rough if you watch that again. Yeah. And and yeah. I saw the stage version of that because they did a you know one of those ones where they adapted it and then took it on the road, and uh, that is hard to watch as a musical. It's like I can't really enjoy the singing and dancing when there's I just watched a rape scene. You know, <laughs> it's very weird. I will say this: I about, did like it though. About, <laughs> about <laughs> Greece, it's like Game of Thrones with disco. Uh, um, about Greece, though, I, my main takeaway watching it as an adult, you know, I, I'd seen it a million times, but just watching it like as an adult with children and is that um, Marty is the hottest one by far. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and of course that's what's up. <laughs> she gets hit on by the uh, way, oh, by the way, whole, way, way, way past yeah, middle aged yeah, man. Exactly, on a high school girl. The guy who's at tanning. No, Marty is uh, what's her name? Uh, the the uh, what's her name? She's from Empty Nest. Dinah Manoff. Dinah Manoff. Yeah, she. Oh, but yeah. but the guy that hits on her is the guy from the radio station because she doesn't really yeah. have a date. Like she sort TV, of yeah. she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to admit the that the, the guy in the T Birds that she, that she's always hanging out with is is any kind of boyfriend. Right. So she sort of forsakes him and just stands around by herself, and uh, and then this dude that's creeps like the, the like the Dick Clark or whatever character comes and just totally creeps on her. And, um, oh yeah! But that guy was play. That actor was famous. He was actually famous in the fifties, just like uh, Eve Arden and Sid Caesar and Dodie Goodman. Like the movies sprinkled with all yeah. the adults are people who were famous at the time uh -huh. when Greece is supposed to take place. It's crazy. Sid Caesar, I knew. I don't know if I knew the other ones, but yeah. And um, but you know, Travolta was uh, doing um, Eve Arden. What you call it? She the, the welcome. Back. She was the, the school secretary. No, Dodie Goodman was the secretary that kept making the dumb announcements. Right. Eve Arden, well, Eve Arden made dumb announcements, and then Dodie Goodman would uh, hit the xylophone uh, or whatever. Ding, I'm ding, ding. Forward to it. It's fun. Seeing it again? Yeah. It's fun, and it's did trippy. You see the, I love they, the songs. Did you see when they did it on Fox? No. Oh, the live. Grease live. No, I didn't watch Grease live. It was pretty entertaining. It was the best live one I'd seen. Because those are really hard to pull off, I think. I Chicks saw... will scream. Did they change it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think they did change the lyrics. They can't say cream. I saw the back... Or just said them as mumbly as Travolta does. The assistant director, there was a big thing, a big viral video going around of the assistant, <laughs> assistant director calling calling uh -huh. the the, um, the Grease mu live musical uh -huh. on camera. Two, four, you know, like calling right, cameras. Right, sure. Fucking awesome. That's the assistant. I thought the director did that on live TV. That's yeah, the assistant that, director that's does the that? Assistant Interesting. Director. That was the one where they used golf carts to get the cast around. So whenever you saw like footage of that, like going in and out of the breaks, it was pretty fascinating. I enjoyed it. The next one coming up is uh, Jesus Christ Superstar with uh, John Legend and Sarah Bareilles. Another, Which I don't love that musical. I think it, it's pretty boring. Yeah, but, I saw that. But the him. songs, it's good for singers. And I saw he was really hit. I it's saw good something on Instagram where he was hitting notes he doesn't hit anymore. Because he does just does a soul, and he was like hitting some high notes. Oh yeah, like, they probably have to change it around a little bit. Yeah. He's no Sebastian Bach, right? <laughs> um, I, man, my first time ever in LA, I saw him in a what's a hot dog joint? Carney's, what's the one on Sunset? Yeah, in the cart. Yeah. Oh, in the cart. It was cart? Like my first time ever in LA, and I went there wait, and I what? saw Sebastian wait, what? Bach. Wait, what? 
Carnies. In a train? No. So the, That's Carnies. It's yes. a train. Yeah, that one. Yeah. But it's, it's not a car. It's a train. Oh, sorry. It's a I thought full, it was a train car. It's a full a train, train car. car. A train car. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. God forbid you say something wrong to this guy. Yeah. No, uh, I'm just trying to no, be clear. I, I, but I'm he's saying the, it's a it's a food I cart and it's a train. That. I'm it's a big a corrector cart. of people. I just went on the train cruise. If somebody called it a cart cruise, I would correct oh. them. No, but I thought I meant to say car. But you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> he's right. No, I, mean, I, a car I, doesn't make sense either. It's I, a train car. <laughs> it's a train car. The train. Train thought, is the most important word. <laughs> it's a carn. It's Carnies. a train car. Carnies. I got thrown off. Damn it! I'll be over here if you need me. It's good chili dogs, and I saw Sebastian Bach my first time. Oh, sipping down. Chili dogs yeah, outside cool. the Tasty Freeze. Another cool thing about uh, Greece now for me is that is that it's so LA. Is it like you, one of the high schools is in, it's Venice High School, I believe, uh-huh. is a lot of the exteriors and stuff, and um, and just like with the drag race, you're like in the LA River, and like it's pretty, it's pretty. What, yeah, a lot of LA movies when, you, when, you, when you don't grow up here. Made a big here, comeback in the Aerosmith crying video, and they're making a big comeback uh, now, just with hipsters riding bicycles. Oh, Jacob. that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. Jacob, <laughs> you ever wear an? Because you can get up on the no. sides. You can go like just like they did in the race. You can yeah. get like, oh, yeah, I'm squirrely. I'm almost sideways. Yeah, it's like a velodome. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Doug, what do you think? He, we put a ascot on him. I don't like. And my, then what happens? He looks real, you know, ascotty. Ascot and chalk. You just have covering up with the neck on your, in your on your mind. <laughs> Why don't you? What do you think about a nice choker? Like if you go to a fancy awards ceremony. You know, I've been trying to wear like I wear a scarf or something. And I get hot. I take it off. And I go, nah, guys, cool. I got a scarf. I'm just going to tell you. Makes it interesting. They I'm, go. You know what they say? Own it. It was probably pretty gnarly at first, but it looks It'd good be now. It's funny if you took it off and people just started throwing up. They go <laughs> losing Screaming, their jumping out of windows. You would think that it's the worst scar you've ever seen. Aristotle, how bad is it? It's not that it's bad. It's not that bad. I wouldn't have Aristotle. started with making fun of your scar if it was, like, horrible. But but people Aristotle, on the how other sexy end is it? <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to no thank you. <laughs> I, It'll be gone soon. It's taking longer well, than I, I know. Well, it's taking longer because you're rubbing on it. Well, it doesn't look raw or I anything. I color it red. let it go. Uh, I know. Take I, take a hint that's what from they said. Frozen. Own it. I'm like, all right, well. Whatever. I think we tried to talk about what we're going to do next, and we got oh, sidetracked. Yeah. So we're going to go, like, do remote stuff. We're going to go to, like, food trucks and restaurants, go on site, which will be really fun. Then they also have another place we can record if we want, also. Out in Burbank. A, a, a if Burbank. somebody wants to come to us for some reason, but it's so much easier to go to them. But there's probably Plus, there's ambiance. We'll change it you up a little bit. You know what I mean? Bit. Out at CineFamily, nobody ever complained to me about the fact that we did it outside on a patio and, uh, during a party. Yeah. So I think that we could just go in, It'll be fun. get a table at a restaurant, maybe, you know, try not to be near people because we talk about disgusting things sometimes. Yeah, we try to get like a back booth or something, you know? Yeah, let's back booth this shit. Yeah, no, and, and, and uh, it'll be so much easier to get... Um, Chefs, uh, chef. because and and also preparing the food the way they want to, because they can just yeah, do it right there. Exactly. They can come around. We can talk about the ambiance and the style of the restaurant, what we like about it physically, which we never get to talk about. We always just have to take their word for it when they say my, our restaurant's not a dump. Yep. Yeah. It's gonna be nice. I think it's gonna be great. I think this is like a, you know, turning a corner for us because also because also have AC. there's some restaurants <laughs> that like what are they gonna say if we just bring in some microphones and sit there and just order a meal and talk. Well, the other thing I think is you do need it permission, works great but, for but, our, you do? but I'm sure they're not going to. Why? What are you recording? You're not recording I'm not sure. their. I'm not sure. I, just don't, I know guys. No. I know guys that do a podcast. At I a mean, restaurant. you have to run it by the waiter or waitress, I guess, or if cut get, the parts where the waiter on. or waitress yeah. is is True. there. True. Because we could really describe the food we ordered or whatever. But I bet people will be. You, you guys aren't there to bash places or no, you know no. like they, we have not had a yeah. single chef on this show that we yeah. thought was bad we had a couple that are, their personalities weren't great but <laughs> you know the, the food is always good and, and you know and they also i mean they lean into what i like like uh, 
we'll we'll see about in the future. But Katie used to always tell everybody, and I think you probably did too, that I love meat and bacon. bacon. <laughs> yeah, so that would be part of the. They try to you know cook that kind of stuff. I like how that's two separate oh. categories: meat and bacon. meat and bacon. Because like country I'll, and Western. well, because we're about to eat pork, <laughs> and it, nothing that we've eaten today has bacon in it. No. But it's, we've eaten a lot of meat. That's a problem with Thai, with thai food. Yeah, they don't do bacon. Got meat heavy well, that's bit. not a problem. I mean, you know, I can skip bacon for one fucking meal. <laughs> But uh, like we just the last one we did, I think it was the last one we had uh, grub, and she brought you that uh, bacon crack. Oh, crack bacon! Yeah. Oh God, that was crazy. So good. So yeah, so even some of the chefs we've had in here, we could say, hey, we want to come to your place now. In fact, that's probably the first few we should do because it'll be an easy sell. You know, a couple of those joints out in like Glendale, Pasadena, whatever. Oh, the White Horse. That's the one I was here for last time. Wow, Karen, oh. Karen just used her hand to squeeze a lime into it <laughs> after that discussion. I only touched the outside of it. I did it. Oh, perfect. interesting. Now I'm going to be able to climb That's walls. an interesting point. Don't they mostly always touch the rind and not the uh, I don't know. juicy part? At this part? bar I'm talking about, they'd like, they, they just full, manhandle they it. Manhandle they just manhandle it. They just squish it. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it's almost like they're fucking with you. It's right. almost like they know that right. like, well, like, they say, do it. Say something. And they you know, do it like they act like they have to need they do it they mm. have to do it quickly. Like, yeah. oh I'm so busy I have to <laughs> and then you know move <laughs> on. <laughs> so you could say, oh no, thanks and take it out, but A, you've got the lime juice squeeze in there and you've got their hand germs all over. It's just you just yeah. you know that's one where the second time it's your fault. Because true. Because oh. true. you can just start asking no fruit. Sometimes you say no, no, grab it, it, squeeze it. Oh, sorry, I did it by just by instinct. Yeah, yeah. But if you ask for no fruit you at that a, point, you can say redo. make yeah. a new one yeah. and give me the fruit one too, because it's not that it's bad. Like I go there a lot. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a, that guy. Oh my god! Just tell him, man. Just come on, dude. Just you can be friendly about it. <laughs> come on, man. You're gonna yeah. be the next face of KFC. <laughs> 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 it wasn't a recurring. You weren't auditioning for Colonel. No, Colonel? no, I wish. I wish, but I did go. I went. For the first audition the other day, there were a bunch of colonels. Today, the, today on the callback, there were no colonels. But there was like a bunch of colonels. You know, it's always that's always funny on auditions, especially commercial auditions. A that you see all the people that look like you on the way in. Like you, you, it was a uh, the part required that I wear a vest. It was like for a kind of a a, a casino dealer, and so you just see all these nerds in vests <laughs> walking around. Like, okay, I'm I'm close. And then and then you get in, and there's just all these colonels. It's re- like some of them are really just like old guys, varying degrees of accuracy, but all. Similar. You know, similar, yeah. It's, it was like a, it's like on the show Extra. Why would they hire a colonel that's not famous now that they've had a million famous I, I, colonels? I feel like I'm, I didn't sign an NDA or anything, so, a I, weird guess, turn. so I guess I'm cool. It's a weird turn for them because to take. They're not doing, it's, he's not actually the colonel in this one. He's a specific colonel. Ugh. He's a colonel of a certain sandwich, I believe. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? That's what I gathered. They might want to be establishing sides. a side colonel that they can you know, do in addition to, because it seems like these famous colonels, like they get they get press out of it yeah, but then, whenever I, there's a new famous colonel. I don't know. Reba's doing it now and I don't I guess maybe they're I mean just every going. spot they've done with guests whether they're a comedian or whoever they've all been terrible they've all not done anything other than oh look that person's dressed up as the colonel uh, who was good was Norm Macdonald good there's a couple that were actually pretty uh, had a good take on it not Leota but there was maybe kind of, Gaffigan maybe Gaffigan. I just think everybody's like oh that person's dressed up as the colonel now like I don't walk away from the spot going oh wow that person oh, um, suddenly made the colonel a hilarious thing what's his uh the, Gaffigan, now that you said Gaffigan. Okay. okay. All <laughs> okay. right. That's so, what I was this is my favorite. That's what I was about to say. After all the shit talking on toy, this is my favorite. And also, I wished you'd have brought Pad Thai from the other place because I was really excited about comparing and no, contrasting. I I but I bet theirs is good too. You say this is pork? Let's give them a plug and say that theirs is good too. This is beef. I this like beef. it. I think this is the best one. It's really good. And I've never had it with beef because if I go in there on my own without ordering other things, I always get the chicken. 
And uh, I've never had the beef here, so now I, I might, I might just go in, go back just for the beef pad thai. Yeah, I like this. And you could do shrimp too, but you know, then it's you're back to those shrimps that that you have to work Two on. Shrimp. You can't you can't eat whole unless they're fried. So. What do you think, Jacob? I think toy or us. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I've been waiting. I was waiting all show to get that in, and I just realized there wasn't going to be an opportunity, so I was just going to say it the next time we were talking about you it. You should say T O I because you don't yeah. you don't you don't want to end up a toy T O Y because then you, you're going to be eating a dildo. This is the third dish we've had from them. So this is kind of Toy Story 3. That's good. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Can I, I was going to ask you <laughs> if you could help me get a job after the show. I'm, I'm not going to now. Jacob, I'm not after that I joke. Will. <laughs> You'll get him a writing job? Jacob? Yeah. If I can. Absolutely. Tell her what shows you've already written on. I wrote on uh, Problematic with Moshe Kasher. No Comedy Central. And, um, is, it, is it a scripted show? Don't it wasn't, no. I, I gave you a chance to brag. Don't say them like, oh, I worked on that. Problematic. I wrote on the problematic with the most of cash. What was that New York one you did? <laughs> a comedy knockout on True yeah. TV. That was a really oh, fun okay. show. He's worked on a bunch of shows, so you're not going to have to sell them too hard because no, you're not no, experienced. No, no, that's what I need. Because there's always like, I mean, I hate to say it, I won't mention names, but there's always a comedian goes, hey, you know, I'd like to get into that. And I'm like, oh boy. You want to get into it now? I've been down you're, that road. <laughs> I don't know if you want to get into it now. I mean, it's like going to take a while, but you've already done it. So. I have, but I'd like to do more of it. Yeah. But. See what I'm doing, Dad? Mm -hmm. You see this? Mm hmm. Um, that's what you do. That's what you do. I don't know. I would love already said What if I got to work with Jacob all the time? Be fun. Um, Toy speaking Story of uh, some writing, um, I got to write a, a short film that Doug was in. Oh, the thing with Tate? Yes. Oh, were you involved in that? Cool. I saw that Instagram. <laughs> it looked really cool. I almost choked on a bean sprout. Got it up. And anyways, I told you I saw the be I saw the one scene that Sharon, the director, uh, did a rough cut of. Yeah, I saw all of my part. She was, sent me all of my everything I did. It was did. very good, and that was rough cut. And not only that, everyone who's seen it is going nuts for it, and we finished the rest of it, taping it. How long is it? Oh, you shot the musical numbers? Everything. How'd that go? Good. Really good. He is so good. Anyway. It's, well, I mean, let's we can fill in the blanks. It's... Uh, <laughs> he? We're just going to call oh, him oh, he? Oh, oh, Brent Spiner from, uh, you know, Data. Oh, from rad. Star Trek, the Next It's Generation. Brent Spiner, LeVar Burton as himself, Perry, Perry Gilpin as, from, Roz from Frasier as uh, Spiner's wife, and me and Jeff Tate. <laughs> well, here's the news. <laughs> wow. And now there's some news on it. Here's the news. So he came over. First of all, we, uh, we, we, we were doing it, and um, I think we were rehearsing it. And he brought up, Brent Spiner brought up, he said, you know what I want? Because we're getting, like, interest in this. Like, it's kind of cool. And uh, not just for the short film. Like, people are thinking of it as a series, you know? And Any series of Spiner and, and LeVar Burton. And I, almost called it, I almost called him Jordy LaForge. Spiner hates, <laughs> and Spiner hates LeVar Burton. No. In the, in the yeah. movie. Oh, okay. In the show, yeah. That, like, as a, not in real life. That's, yeah, That yeah. would break my heart. No, no, no. Yeah, he really <laughs> hates him, and we forced them to work together, and we're just waiting for fireworks. No, no. <laughs> in, the, in this fake world, Brent Spiner's kind of an asshole, That's and he great. hates That's great. LeVar Burton. It's really He's really jealous of, like, reading Rainbow and shit like that. This is in my Instagram stories right now. Oh, my God. Lucky. From Star Trek Generations. Wow. Spiner. So anyways. And there they are. Yeah. Brent goes. No, but I'm just saying it's topical for me because I'm very, sorry. I'm, Brent I'm goes really like, with that here's movie. what he said. Well, there looks like, you know, you. I think you'll like this then because, and then he goes, this is what he says. Here's what I think. He goes, if, when this goes to series, Jeff Tate, uh, Doug Benson and Jeff Tate need to be in it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
He goes, they should I definitely that wasn't a be. Waste of a day. Yeah, and he cool. thinks you guys are the funniest. And uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. they're very. And Doug and Jeff are very funny together. It's funny too because it's a formal event, and Jeff and I are both dressed mm. totally not formally. I know Jeff's not capable. You can put no, Jeff he's in, not capable. You could put Jeff in a tuxedo; he'd still look like it was informal. Well, I tried to, <laughs> you know, I tried to get him as close to a tuxedo as I could, but with his, his own touches. But he's he's ultimately he just just wearing off. a sleeveless <laughs> yeah, yeah, denim totally, thing and totally. and a hat. But I wore like a tuxedo coat but with a with a hoodie coming out of it. And That's funny. Um, you look great. And they, we had a great was, time. And it was you guys perform. Oh, you get a huge laugh oh, in this. By I the way, I can't believe I, I, I the idea of me just getting to work with those guys more. That's so rad because they were all so nice. Like Spiner wasn't really familiar with me, but Lavar Burton and was? Perry Gilpin were is. both like excited is, to meet me. Is Lavar like a smoker? Or can, or can, or no, that... I don't know if that's why. But he just like or, or he's just the sweetest man in the world because he was just telling me oh, I'm a big fan, and I'm like, why would you say that if you didn't mean it? He could have done that whole roll stoned. His eyes were covered. Uh, he did. <laughs> he did ask for some weed when he left the. Uh, well, they all. Which one? Let's be Levar. clear. He did. As far as I was told. You're like, this is- oh, you weren't even there. There's probably a strain Spiner called- Spiner was super into it. Spiner was asking me questions about weed all day. And Perry Gilpin and Spiner could not get over the fact that we were working and shooting this thing, and I smoked and drank wow. the entire time. That's great. <laughs> they kept- Perry Gilpin would be like, I'd be like pouring some Cheetos, and he'd be like, Doug, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you know, no one on Fraser was sitting around <laughs> That's great. having a cocktail at noon. <laughs> Yeah, more. The um, Pad Thai from I Toy is Spiner, amazing. You mentioned Spiner singing. I remember so during The Next Generation, or maybe shortly after, he put out a record called Old Yellow Eyes is Back. You know, and it was like mm-hmm. him on the, it was a black and white cover with him in a fedora and a suit with the data yellow eyes. You know, and the the eyes were yellow, everything else was black and white. And I, because obviously, for for your, I know you have a lot of millennial listeners, it's a oh, Frank Sinatra yeah. reference. In this thing, he absolutely just hates the, you know, he's just, well, he's, he, 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 data, anybody brings up data, he just gets grumpy. I love like, it. Yeah. he's I love just it. so not into being data. Uh, he's no. got his emotions. And even Brent Spiner is like not crazy about it because the show is currently called uh, Brentwood. Brentwood, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a good title because why, you know, why be on the nose about it? But uh, when we were sitting on the set, we were, tossing around title ideas and he was not pleased when I said and it made everybody laugh in the room but he was he just shook his head I said it should be called unlimited data <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't like it in real life yeah yeah I mean he doesn't hate it no he goes to conventions all the time and he loves the fans he just doesn't it, this is an amped up version of that but he's still you know anybody that's gonna be called one character for the rest of the life every single person I've met that has that Hates it except Mark Hamill. <laughs> and, no, I'm mean, even Mark he leans Hamill. In. Well, he's Wait. leaning in right now yeah, for a that's second. A good point. That's a good point. But he's he's probably sick of it when there wasn't any talk of making more Star Wars with him right. in it. And he's well, just like, hey, you want to be in Wing Commander? <laughs> well, per- Perry Gilpin was like, did you hear all the uh, all the names screen. for the series that uh, Doug was making up? And she was laughing all about it. Yeah, See? yeah. No, we had fun with it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, kind of like, mm. but also, you know, he wants a title for the show that's cool and not just silly. But uh, <laughs> um, so it's Spiner's, it's his deal. Kinda. I mean, our friend Sharon Everett is. She directed all the episodes of High Court, and uh, she edited and uh, a bunch of my stuff, all uh, my last two movies, and uh, uh, the Benson Interruption. She's really smart. And, and she's she's great. And she's she's got a script that she's uh, trying to make into a movie that I, I I promised her I'd read and I haven't done it yet. But that's because I it's I, Marina Sirtis. I hate I hate I hate reading scripts, but it sounds interesting for sure. And it's got a great title that I will not say because 
I don't know why a movie hasn't been called this already. But um, I got a few things to... (laughs) Yes, that is what it's called. And I can't believe I didn't just say it because we've already been saying that expression. Um, This is exciting, kind of. At Podcastathon, Jimmy Pardo's Never Not Funny uh, 12-hour telethon to raise money for a great charity called Smile Train, they uh, do auctions uh, leading up to and during the the, the podcast uh, for various things, and I always contribute a guest seat on. In fact, we've had uh, some people on this show mm-hmm. that that uh, right. that bid, but this time I just did Douglas Movies and Getting Doug with High. Because I, you know, because we do this show so infrequently, and um, the the people that bid the highest that were serious numbers, the best money for uh, Douglas movies uh, fell through. Like you know, the top bidders were all like, you know, didn't have the money and didn't pay. So as a result, we still want to raise the money for Smile Train. So we're doing the auction again anyway, and it's on eBay, and you can just find it by, uh, you know, going on eBay and typing Douglas Movies or Podcastathon or Jimmy Pardo or Doug Benson. All those things should lead you to it. And uh, it's a few days to bid. So if you're listening to this far after March 27th, then uh, it's probably too late. So that's more serendipity because Jimmy Pardo, of course, is very, has a very strong Star Trek connection. Having been married to Chekhov's daughter, or is he still, That's are, right. st- are they still married? Are they still married? Right, yeah. and I don't know. I just assume not, not to bum everybody out, but his wife's younger brother committed suicide, yeah. and he was a famous TV character that people would not stop referring to him as that character. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he had actual mental issues, yeah. but that doesn't help. Being called just being a you know being called former child yeah, star yeah. with an, with a name like that. So. That's where I was sort of leading into when I was talking about how terrible it is when people just call you by. I mean, if everyone yelled super high me at me, it would drive me nuts. Yeah. The fact that it happens every third or fourth person makes it you know, easier to take because people know me for other things. But when you're known for just one thing, that can be a real it's bitch. Like when I walked down the street, I was like, hey, KFC callback guy. It's just like, enough. <laughs> right. I got <laughs> it. I, I get might it. get this role. There's more this to commercial. me than that. <laughs> Do you remember your lines? Uh, yeah. Sam. Yeah, they were, oh, uh, well, it was, um, Let's hear it. Mr. Yamamoto raises $35,000, Prince Riyadh calls, Dr. Parallax folds, and Extra Crispy Colonel, then Extra Crispy Colonel goes in with some sandwiches. You're the go, dealer? And I say, sir, those are sandwiches. And he says, exactly, <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> but I think, I don't know if I took the note, I, like I don't know if I took the note well sandwich. enough. I like Dr. Parallax. I was kind of impressed with that name. Whoever, because usually it's really bad copy when you go in commercials. Right, and it'll but, change before yeah. the time they make yeah. it. But uh, I was. Uh, That's good. Though. He, he gave me a note to like be more taken aback when he pushed the sandwiches in, and I don't think I really sold the. Ta- I think I was. That's a fucking such yeah. a How's such a change? lame oh, thing to, to be do. Taken aback. Well, because it's uh, so it, much better to be like those are sandwiches, right? Exactly. In the you first, you know, like fucking totally. And that's how, what they said uh, in the first audition. How Magnum's uh, assistant would talk to him. Oh yeah, the, with the moustache. John Hillerman style. So those are sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my. But anyway. <laughs> but I got to wear a vest. So yeah. Was, and they uh, film it. A vest wasn't doing it. A vest wasn't doing it. No ascot. If Jacob becomes super famous for some reason, it'll, that 
footage will end up on Access I like Hollywood. how he says that. Yeah. If he becomes famous for some reason. Yeah, if it's, it's how we all are. Yeah. You don't know who's going to become famous. Yeah, who knows what girl's going to come up with some story about me. <laughs> That's not going to make you famous. You're under the, You're perfectly under the radar now. True, true. Well, he's famous to me. <laughs> right? That's all it takes. Yeah. Very legend. He's going to ride on some show for you, with yeah. you. Yeah, That'd wouldn't be that be great? That'd, That'd be, be great, so Karen. fun. I'm going to bug you about I it. I love that this connection's been made. Um, and you know, I'll certainly consider you riding on any of my shows if any of them actually happen. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Though. Uh, speaking of which, oh no, when's the fucking high court coming back? I don't know, where, man. Where is it? Nobody There's wants nothing to do wrong it. with that show. It's, it's perfect. It's damaged goods. It's not damaged goods. <laughs> no, it people, wasn't shown people don't want to pick up goods. stuff that they feel didn't succeed or that no if one knew about. If they look at the numbers of it, they'll see that it exceeded every expectation. There's no reason numbers wise. Hey, you don't why have to argue with up. me about how awesome my show was. I bet there's a way to do it where you just twist a little bit and say that it's. Revamp show, but it's the I same. I mean, we show. could always, yeah. if we really wanted to. I mean, we already make getting dug with high on our own, so we could just make it on our own. It would cost a little bit more money because you you have to have a staff that finds these people, these litigants. But it's not undoable. It's just I I had a great time doing it. I think it turned out perfect. If someone wants to make more, I'm in. But I can't have this. I hope it continues. But I think people are stupid not to do it. Because- what they are, but just sitting around being mad about it does me no good. You're right. I get nowhere with it. And me complaining I get about no- it. <laughs> and me complaining about Come it. Come on, Eileen. You know, just ends up being, you know, nobody wants to hear it. You know, like everyone's like, at least you had a show. But, uh, <laughs> you know, show. W- which was nice. It was nice to have a show. And, I, and I'm pretty sure I didn't sexually harass anybody the entire time. <laughs> Let me think. And I was in charge. <laughs> you know, okay? I yelled at Daniel a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, that's what a good judge does. <laughs> <laughs> you were fair. You got to drop the gavel sometimes. You were like When judge people Judy. are wasting time. But um, hopefully they'll come back. But we've Stern got, but fair. We've got a couple of irons in the fire that uh, seem like they have potential. And, uh, you know, uh, you just never know in this business what's going to... Look, What's going to really gonna, pop? I mean, I might be lucky. I might be better off because, again, we're back to do I want everybody thinking I'm a judge for the rest of my life? I don't know. So maybe I dodged a bullet. Mm. I don't think they'll think you're a judge. <laughs> Not that they think I'm a judge, but you know what I mean? It's going to be a good I don't show. know if what I can handle got? people calling me judge everywhere. As it stands, no one does. <laughs> <laughs> some, so, people, some people say, oh, I wish that show was still around, or when are you going to make more? Um, do you ever yell out, I am the law, though? <laughs> I, do, I do have another thing to say about our show here. I'm a judge now! <laughs> um, so they, I went through all the school. I went through judge school. <laughs> Really? Is that true? I don't know. Maybe they had something you had to do. To no, there isn't. Things. And uh-uh. and the, but the people we had real like leave, getting marrying people. We had people who knew the law. We had people who knew the law and knew yeah we knew don't, knew we don't law new lawyer sure. shows yeah. or not lawyer shows but judge yeah. shows. Yeah, they did trial law shows, and they all told me that except for maybe one or two decisions that I did for comedy. That I was an excellent judge. <laughs> that's great. Because I would not let I would not let anybody tell me what to decide. I got to decide every time. That's great. <laughs> every once in a while, you would uh, you would go with you know because he had a. Um, we had like five thousand dollars. By the way, if this continued, what you know? do you mean? Him. Oh, as a bailiff, yeah. I mean, but you, you, I, I thought lot, you were lot, like, oh, he's got a lot yeah. of litigation in his life. You would have been <laughs> just a, just a Jew, someone. just a regular Jew. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but there was a there you know there was a pool. And I'm not talking out of school here because all the law shows have it where and, and it really changes how you look at them. If you watch People's Court or Judge Judy again, um, Joe Brown, whoever, when you're watching it, know that when they say we find for the defendant, 
you know, uh, you have to pay $2,000 or whatever it is that the show is paying it. Yeah. yeah. But people still do not want to be seen losing. Mm-mm. So they fight as if they're going to have to lose that money, and, even when they're not. And what do they win if they did just just pride? They have no money on the line. You no, get you, well, you pay. get the money if you're yeah. suing somebody for money right, and you but, win. So but but sure if you're getting you get sued, you you don't. There's nothing. To, it's just like there's nothing to lose or gain except pride. On the once you get on. Yeah, yeah, because you agree one, to. The... They agree to go with my decision. Right. right. And it's but... only up to five grand, which uh, small claims now. Do you know how much small claims is in California? Is it ten thousand? Twenty five. Wow. But we made it five grand because you know we found a bunch of silly cases like you know you 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 uh, burnt my couch, my eight hundred dollar couch. <laughs> were the people really mad at each other? Was there some? Yeah, there sometimes. wasn't. There wasn't. Sometimes some... they really screamed at each other, but sometimes they were also acting. Like I ran into two guys that were arguing over a stolen joke. Oh, ran man. into them and they were like, "Yeah, we don't. We're friends. Yeah, you know, we just yeah. that was just something to say to be on the show." And it worked. It was a good. It was a good that episode. A I remember seeing not a judge show, but I remember seeing like Springer people. Some segment years after, like when they'd all sit together on the couch watching, like, oh, they told us to fight. And they're like friends, like, oh, that's when he, they threw oh, the chair that's at him. For absolute yeah. for sure. But they were just yeah. like, like yeah. not even a little bit mad at each other. Just like, oh, agreed there's been to, some to, yeah, but also horrible like, things uh, that happened by uh, producing a horrible, what yeah. turned out to be a horrible outcome. Oh, you mean the Jenny Jones thing? Well, Jenny that's Jones the big one, is a big one. And then, but no, on Bachelor and other ones. But just in general, that's what that stuff is. And it might be less so what happened as, on Bachelor? as we got HPV. move forward. <laughs> uh, they already have. Yeah. They have. But they, that's not, you know, that's, they're not going to talk about that. Uh, you know, that's probably something you can't even go public with. They probably sign a contract saying you wouldn't say it if you got a, wow. any kind of STD. Wow. But, I, I don't know. But earlier, what I was saying is, Nerdist... Uh, you know, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, is he? Ner- he's Nerdist. <laughs> well, he <laughs> works for Nerdist. Yeah, he's, he's the. He's, he produces. <laughs> but he was the guy. Plus, also, no one listening knew where she looked when she said that. <laughs> so, so go uh, ahead. Um, they're interested in like making some video ones. So I don't know if you want to do that or not. But this is something to discuss. Some video casts. Is that what they're called? Well, were they like? Uh, would it be uh, edited by someone later, or like more than one camera, or just one camera getting everything, and you just throw it up? Could go either way. Up for discussion. Up for discussion. All right, we'll discuss. And then it. I also told you the Food Network people. I've talked to some of the people. They approached me about doing a sizzle reel of uh, some kind of food show. We don't know what yet, but something. Right. So if we do video with Nerdist and then use that for the sizzle reel, I don't know. Then they're inextricably connected to it. Well, I don't know, but I'm just saying these are the things that have come up. It's not like this is a dining with Doug and Carrie is a huge title that you know we can come up with our name. You know. True. Like hot apps. <laughs> oh, hot apps. Just appetizers. Just appetizers. I no, like it. it could be a food as well, but it's just just a cool expression. No, appetizers. <laughs> apps, yeah. I get it. Appetizers. No, I get it. Yeah. That's why I said it. Yeah. But it's like to, But it doesn't also, have to be just appetizers. Why? <laughs> but it doubles as like a tech. It's uh, you know, apps nowadays means, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> he could, thinks of great names. Did you hear talk about the French spider we could talk ones? About food apps. No, but I've heard his bank, I can't think I of the other one. There was another one, I think. <laughs> there was Data Unlimited. There was then, another one uh, for sure. There was a bunch. Uh, they were all talking about him. I can't remember shit. Were they all Data? Were they all Star Trek inspired or no, not all of them? Yeah. No, they were all They're all just, oh, 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 oh. Oh, my God. 
This is Spiner Tap. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> he did not like that one. Why? What's, what is this? No, he that did. One? He, he, he liked that one? He he was talking about him funnily. Like, he yeah. thought it was all funny. He oh, liked good. everything That's you good. said, Doug. Well, I'm glad. He yeah. he was in character they that day. They all liked everything He you was said. in grumpy character that day, because he would always yeah. shake his head at me every time, and everyone in the room That's would be laughing, character. and he'd be like, mm. Yeah, he likes it. <laughs> he was in character. <laughs> He was apparently entertaining. I couldn't go there that day. He was entertaining the whole cast and the whole crew. Everybody. Who, me? Yes. Wow, I was That's just hanging around. Said. Oh, so much sitting around. I That's hate TV scoop. or whatever that was. That's the scoop. It's so much sitting around. By the end of the day, you're exhausted from having done so little. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Like Jeff would like fucking lay out on a couch whenever we weren't shooting. I don't know how you can do that because I can't, I can't just like jump up from a nap and do an acting scene, you know? But I you guess, did. you know, he's he's a pro. He's been doing it long enough. He's such a good <laughs> singer, you guys. <laughs> Who? Oh, Queensryche? Different uh, Jeff Tate. Oh, different Jeff Tate. Yeah. No. You, you uh, Brent Spiner. Oh. So, yeah. So it's a, so there are musical numbers. I'm not in a musical number. I'm just uh, in other talking dream. scenes and a dream sequence. But um, what uh, – and the musical numbers, you, you think they're going to turn out great? Have they been edited? Uh, one of, no, the only thing I've seen is a rehearsal one. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's exciting. It's a fun idea for a show that Brent Spiner, it's like a, like if Larry Sanders burst into musical numbers about things that were happening. Oh, was uh, that, oh, was he a talk show host on this? No, no, he's a, it's a show about real life celebrities that are playing asshole uh, versions of themselves. Because yeah. LeVar Burton is not, per, you know, he's not perfect. No. <laughs> There's things to not like about his character too. No, no. Like he's a kind of a dick to uh, Spiner, like you kind of get it. They're fictionalized characters uh, of themselves. Like, you know? like Curb. Like, like Curb. Like, yeah. but, but it's scripted. The Larry Sanders right. show. <laughs> More like the Larry Sanders the show. The tentpole. The yeah. thing that invented. Right. Celebrities playing did, themselves huh? being dicks. I guess that did. They huh? sure did. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of something before that, but I guess that's the one. <laughs> that yeah. is it. That's where that tour. What about that Fern corner was turned. No, they were was in They had famous so people come on as like the guests on Fernwood Tonight when it was America Tonight and it was a national talk show. But anyway, I now people that are younger than me are... Bored. Uh, but people that are younger than you should check out Fernwood tonight sometime. It's so uh, good. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I haven't checked it to I see don't know if, if it, it keeps would hold up. up. Yeah, because it was, you know, they did that like five nights a week, and part of the joke was just how it was just an awful talk show. So it wasn't like rat a tat tat jokes. It's just like it spun off of Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, which was like a soap opera parody that soap operas are so silly that it wasn't, it was pretty much like just watching a soap opera. Oh, Mary Hartman was so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, it didn't really have jokes, though. It was more like it was funny just because you could sit and be it like, soap so, operas are stupid. It was so ridiculous. Yeah, but it, but very similar to actual... It's hard to trump actual soap operas because they all do such ridiculous shit. Yeah. They were probably trying to trick people a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, it was Norman Lear, you know, so it was like... Uh, it, it how was many, a quality show. How many are left? Like Days of Our Lives still on, or did they did they shut down finally? Uh, That's on. Right? I think Beautiful. Young and the Restless, all the children, yeah, all the right. children, yeah. all my children. All the C- General C- Hospital. Yes. General Hospital still on? I think no, so. I think it's so. done. Well, I, th- they just fired Jeannie Francis from a canceled show. So that's interesting. Oh, is what? it? Is she they oh. said she's not coming back. So why oh, would why would they also oh, not wow. include? Because the show like, doesn't exist anymore. Funny, I only hear about CBS shows. What about Santa Barbara? Is that still? You know who was on Santa all Barbara? My, all my children. Robin Wright. Oh, was she? Yeah, that was, that was her first big break. I can see that. My she grandmother had, loved that show. That's why she that got was a program. That was leading into program. Butter. Oh, yeah. That was leading into Buttercup. Program. Buttercup. Okay. Buttercup. <laughs> Just let me fucking say it. <laughs> Buttercup. Buttercup. 
Is that is that having an anniversary? That movie? Sure, it is. It must because it, on words every with, year. Well, on words with <laughs> significant one. Yeah, but but they're all, but you know what I mean. That. I just saw a tweet today about oh, it's the thirty seventh anniversary or whatever. Like if it's famous enough, people will you know mention uh, that it's the anniversary every year. It's wild. Should we wrap it up? Yes. Take it to go. Toy made the best dish today. Yep. Toy on sunset, but Karen's restaurant was also delicious. What's it called? Tyrama. I think that in Karen's Glendale. restaurant on, had the best in dish. Glendale? The Which cold one? beef salad was my favorite thing we had. That was your favorite thing? Yeah, I like that, that too. Those favorite. are my two spicy. faves, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Side by side, like both. We just like anything with a bunch of beef in it. Yeah. I like the, 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 I love the Basically. vinaigrette on the salad. Yeah, I like and, the, the, the And I love the sauce on the, t- on the pad thai. A lot of lime on, in the pad thai. Goody, goody. Yummy. They love the fish, they love the fish sauce and the lime, the Thais. Yeah, yeah. It's the so Thai good. people. Yeah. yeah, and you, you know, I'd imagine you go into the kitchen of, I don't know about the one in Glendale, but this place, I don't think there's any Thai people in the restaurant, in the uh, kitchen. Oh, there is definitely in Glendale. Yeah. Maybe there is. Yeah. A bunch of blonde girls serve, you know, doing the. The serving. The serving. I didn't, I didn't get a glimpse into the kitchen. Well, mm. when we next do dining with Doug and Karen, we're going into the kitchen, folks. No, all right. <laughs> um, There's I, no reason to talk about the kitchen. Um, you'll probably set me up for something like this, but I'd like I'd like to say, I'm so sorry if I'm jumping the gun. Thanks for having me on the last one, guys. Oh, last yeah. last okay. meltdown. Well, the last meltdown. One. And also, I was telling Doug this outside, Karen. This is my last meltdown, hurrah, because I had a set here a few weeks ago, actually. I didn't perform here a ton, but I performed here a handful of times, and I've, I've always liked the place and recorded here with you guys before. But, uh, you know, I had a set recently, right before they announced it was closing, and some, some the, a cold cereal show, it's called. It's a morning show. It's really fun to do. And, uh, and, I thought I'd be back sometime soon and then when I saw the announcement I was like well I have nothing booked there I guess that was my last show there so it's kind of cool that I got to come in like in you know with the the yeah, shelves that explains, that explains when I asked you today why the return text was fuck yeah that's <laughs> yeah, <so> it was <laughs> <return. Yeah. He's> hungry <laughs> but no, also it was a really good time uh, you know that's Both why things. we're doing this Both today things. is to get in here one yeah. last time that's why we brought our own food I know food. I'm so happy it's, we it's got to end of an era because it's not just this it place is. and the, the, I know it's a performance venue it's just the, this type of place is. Mm-hmm. it's kind of a you know a, a death knell is it knell K-N-E-L-L that's the word right it's yeah, a, it's, it's yeah a, but the, thank you to Meltdown Comics <laughs> anyway, thank you to Nerdist.com where we will continue to make this show for them as long as they want us to Thank you to Katie Levine and her KT Money on Twitter and her uh, doggy. And thank Scout. you to Aristotle. And um, who are we missing? Anybody? Us, Karen, thank Chris you Hardwick for, for all us these years. Chris Hardwick for years ago. Yeah. He's, he's not really had much to do with it, but. Then he did. He did give the initial, yeah. very brief, took him a second to go, sure. <laughs> and uh, hasn't cost him anything, hasn't made him anything. <laughs> maybe thank uh, Kamal and Jonah for Or making... maybe it's cost him a little bit because, you know, Katie and Aristotle make money. They're not free. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yes, thank you to, to Chris Hardwick. I'm already missing the uh, yep. the Nerdist uh, as Superheroes uh, uh, poster that was up here, uh, or art rather, work of art. Who's going to steal the uh, quilt? It's gone. Aristotle. Yeah, yeah, you got to make sure that nobody steals any of this stuff because uh, all this stuff that said meltdown in the downstairs dressing room from Kumail and Jonah's meltdown show, who both of them were asked to be here today, as well as uh, Matt Myra. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they would all be uh, all be great guests, but you know that's one thing you learn to do in this business is settle. 
And, <laughs> and I think, I think, I think in the long run, I think Jacob's probably better than they would have been. Absolutely. I, as it turns out, now that we've done the show, I imagine those guys not being as great at eating Thai Here's food. Here's the thing. I'm hungrier literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so all of that. We're going to keep making these, probably with the same lack of frequency we always have. But want to know what? <laughs> we, I think it's going to be ha- more. You think it'd be easier to do? Yeah, because we're going to go places. Just still schedules. I know, but it's, it's... I'm out of town for weeks at a time. You're naming notes and tunes. I know, but once we get a date that we can do, it's going to be easy to get a chef, I think. I mean, it's going to be easy to go someplace better. Yeah, because we could just fucking go. Yeah. Like, I don't think a jack-in-the-box... It's a bad idea. Or what's your favorite? KFC. KFC. I don't think a KFC would say anything to you if we were recording with like subtle equipment on a table while we ate there. Certainly if we were on like the outside, you know, patio. On the patio. Yes. (laughs) Let's eat out on the patio. on the patio. Let's fucking go to, let's go to um, the Pikey across the street. I love that place. I like that place. Good food. Chibo's got outdoor seating. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it just can't be a super windy day. That would suck, right? Aristotle? Yeah, we do it. We don't Getting his professional opinion. Lots of great taco trucks you guys could do also. Just. Yeah, You're in taco truck? you just got to find a spot where you can sort of be unmolested. I mean, it'd be funny if a random person came up and started talking to us, but you know, there's only so much of that that a podcast can, can withstand. Set up a, a card table. You know what would be kind of fun too is uh, fun. if we had like you know how they have like um, you know on the um, they have the van that does surveillance. You mean the train car? <laughs> we get in a va- I have a van. We're going to we use do- your van as a surveillance van. Don't you think that's funny? To do what? <laughs> We go sit right outside the venue, the restaurant or right. the truck, right next to it, and we have our stuff set up, and and we do, we do it from there. They it's turning into a prank show. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, uh, you can only be so elaborate. We'll like, there's different parts of Los Angeles where, like, if police came by, they'd stop and go, you, you know, do you have a permit to do this or whatever? A permit to use a recorder? I don't think so. Well, no, if you've set anymore. up on the sidewalk, if you have some sort of table set up, you're 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 starting to use city Not property to just make a show. Well, so we're going to get the food and then get in the van with it. Yes. Well, then why don't we just take it home? Cool ta- seats, if, we're, if we're doing a show cool about seats, takeout, Doug. because we want to go talk to the people. We'll we want the restaurant forth. involved. So there's let's go in the restaurant or outside the restaurant and shoot it with the restaurant. You guys are permission. having a meeting on the show. I wanted to have. We haven't talked in. about it. We haven't talked about it. We got to figure it out, you know, because we, we're clearly at loggerheads. This happened fast. <laughs> no, I just. Uh, but true. I just think each one will be an adventure. Those fucking Cine family shows, like they were a disaster most of the time. Nobody complained. We thought so. Everybody's happy for the content. Well, just I, I, I don't want to listen to something with a bunch of chatter in the background, no or I don't want to listen to something where. I would be, we'd be talking to somebody and someone would walk up and ask you a question or me a question and then suddenly there's more than one conversation going on. That's a, that's not how radio but works. But I like the chatter, like if it's if it's recorded correctly and it sounds like, N, like an NPR story. Right. Like you're in a just public a market. Dull, just a dull, dull roar, as yeah, they say. Yeah. yeah. Keep or, it down to a dull roar, kids. <laughs> or more live shows. Those are fun. What do you mean? When we did the ones where Oh, you in front of an audience. Yeah. But again, then we're back to, we got to get somebody to, sur- to bring the food to us. Unless we went to the place... And did, and did a live show there? Yeah. Oof. Now we're getting into like what what I've worked my whole career to not do, which is put in a show, put on a show in a restaurant that has booths where half the people are sitting in the looking in the opposite direction. Like Remember every, all the like one nighters we used to do where you'd go in and you'd be in like some restaurant and they'd stick you in a corner? Yeah. One time I had to stand in the middle of a seafood restaurant. Not kidding. Yeah. Out in Camarillo. Like I don't forget it was called Seafood Palace or something like that. 
and but they had like a weekly gig and I went out there and did it. I did it with Fred Stoller one time. I opened for him and both of us had to stand amongst tables in the middle of a restaurant. Wow. <laughs> they gave us a mic, uh, you know, and a mic stand, but not, you know, no lighting to That's speak fun. of. That's crazy. It was yeah. so weird. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, but many I got many stories like that. So yeah. uh, last thing I want to do is a show where No, I'm saying if it was a destiny, if it was a show that you With go a stage to and an audience yes, and yes. then someone brought the food yes, to us yes. like I was saying. No, no, I'm saying no, in a restaurant though. <laughs> no, but you can't they don't have a stage. They don't have everybody facing the stage and you it's not like a place where you could put on a show. Yes, they do. You could do a remote <laughs> where we're in the corner. But the people aren't going to he- hear it and laugh. Like when we did it at uh, at the uh, comedy festival Limestone in Bloomington, that was super fun because Pete Holmes was out of his mind. Yeah. If you've never heard that episode, everybody, go back and listen to it because Pete Holmes was extra special crazy on that one and hilarious, but it was, it was wild. But there's an audience there l- laughing at everything, which really helps. They're doing a show what? right now at this place in a taco place in Burbank where they're they yeah, go yeah, to the yeah. back room and do it. What yeah, if well a back room might be all right, but what if you guys did different comedy clubs? We could you tour the show and then you would critique the food. Use the food that the they food sell at, the, at that well, comedy club. That's that. asking for trouble. Yeah, I guess that could be. Huh? That's a bad thing. But you could at least tell everybody in the audience order the same thing so you all know what we're eating. Mozzarella sticks. That's mean, what we did in the summer. Of the... Into it, like, hey, you think your food's good? You want to have it? You want us to, to judge it? We'll, we'll we'll sell out your room. You know, like. We'll... But we've done like at the, the show in uh, Bloomington, we had local chefs bring in stuff and 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 they brought in. Enough for everybody. Like everybody in the audience oh, got cool. to taste what we were that's tasting. That's cool. Very you know, Oprah. but that's you know that's takes a lot of work to arrange that. And what I'd like to do is a show where we go to a restaurant. Let's go back to the beginning, <laughs> where we go to a restaurant and we eat in their restaurant and we record as if we were still here in the beloved Louis de Palma I think you suite. could do that. You could sit. Just, you get a booth for three or four, and you yeah. You, and guess, and if it's Aristotle, a food truck, we'll four, sit outside. Or if there's a patio, like also we could maybe go to a restaurant. Hey. You know, this one day at lunch, just give us, you know, if they don't have a busy patio, maybe just give us the patio wow. so there's not all that extraneous noise, but we're still in the restaurant. Lots of ways we could Aristotle go with it. would be able to, like, if you guys all have headphones and get the mics right, I think you you could get that dull roar you're talking about in a restaurant, just if, sitting at the table talking. Yeah, yeah. I just know? don't want, as a as a person talking, yeah. I don't like being in a room full oh, of people see, talking at the same time. And the double conversation thing used to happen at Cinefamily all the time, and I'd always ask them to stop doing it, and then they would, but then I'm the guy that always just stand around going, stop having two conversations. Mostly directed. Which I don't enjoy. Because people would come up to you and start talking to you. It wasn't your fault, Karen. Jonah Ray, for one. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it is an exciting new direction, I think. I like it. Yeah, I think we're going to have this place is closing. I'll miss this place. <laughs> we're and have also, fun I'd like it. to thank them for never getting the air conditioning fixed. It provided us with a lot well, of humor. And thank Aristotle for cracking that window because it really, really got a lot cooler in here <laughs> when he did that. It's hot. So, Our last one is hot. Yeah. So thank you to everybody for listening. This was a super long one, right? How long is this one? Hour 40. Yeah, we're giving you content. This is like a couple of commutes for somebody. They probably had to have a cliffhanger in the middle. Is Jacob going to tell us more about that KFC ad? (laughs) Let's wait. Dr. Parallax folds. (laughs) Why? Uh, he didn't have enough of me. 35K. A little too rich for his blood. Mr. Mr. Yamamoto raised 35K, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Prince Riyadh called. Wow. Was this on a. You had to memorize this? Yeah, I mean, it's like four lines. I know, but that's. Well, know, actually, in the first audition, it's I was, hard I, not to fuck it up. I was surprised I got the call back because in the first audition, I was definitely reading off the board because you get it like an hour, you know, two hours before mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. times. And, 
Yeah, they're not, I like they're them not supposed editions. to make you memorize I it. Never, I've never booked them, but like I, get a, I almost always get callbacks now. I just feel like I'm, I'm getting closer. You're like, going to get one. They yeah. say it takes a long time. I, to I, get d- I did it for a long time and never got one. I've done, booked a couple print ads, but not. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But not. But, you know, I want to get something I, where not Where did I see you gorgeous. on a billboard? Oh, in uh, Alaska Airlines. It was probably <laughs> somewhere in the Northwest. Was, yeah, yeah. I saw my Alaska Airlines billboard. That was awesome. Just traveling, you saw it? Yeah, I got a lot of pictures of that. I was just out there in the world, and I was like, oh, shit, there's Jacob on a billboard. Yeah, they say you got to go to all of them. Finally, you get one, and then sometimes they, you know, start snowballing after you get one. Yeah, because no, that's what it is. Well, like, I go every to time you're watching a commercial, that guys. person's been in a hundred other right. commercials. And you go to commercial auditions, and you see like, oh, that's the black guy from eighty-five different things that I've seen. Like, yeah. you, there's you see the guys at the auditions. No, you're like, oh, he's up for it. I'm there's done. people that are everything. great at auditioning yeah. because uh, commercials are so fast. You yeah, gotta, you gotta you gotta make a you know you gotta be able to make a face. You gotta say a lot with your face. And the callbacks in a are hard. Short amount of time. You do one quick audition with just a really usually a really cool casting director. Was like giving you line readings, just here's exactly what they want, here's what they haven't liked so far. Here's, and then the second time, there's like eight different people just sitting there on laptops with a fruit plate, and none of them are looking at you or talking to you. And then you're doing so, it just it goes from like no yeah. pressure to a lot of pressure, and that's it. There's only two people so. think La La Land is like a big exaggeration where like people are taking calls and eating sandwiches while Emma Stone nope. is auditioning. And nope. it's no, that is not, it's I, much worse things really happen. I had a guy say, I was doing an audition, a car was like sometimes they bring you all in to act the scene out together. So it's like four of us, and it's like just a car ad where someone's like, loading their kids gear and like oh your kids play lacrosse that's cool just something really innocuous and the guy goes okay you guys are neighbors you know you're, you're friendly but you're not like having a great time I don't want any smiling and laughing if you guys start smiling and laughing it's gonna be a long fucking day <laughs> <laughs> just like you can't this is, you can't people wouldn't believe this is really happening in these rooms in Los Angeles you think it's like a, yeah it's like a caricature of, of casting directors sometimes yeah <laughs> there uh, any bizarre things can happen because they sit there all day and you go in there and you have your moment and they'll, they'll do that. something to <laughs> fuck it up Fucking yeah, we get people start smiling and laughing. Yeah, it's I'm gonna uh, fucking shoot somebody. No, that they they do kind of give hostile directions a yeah. lot of times, and it's just like, what are you doing? Or just the ridiculous. Why are you yelling? at Go me? smaller but bigger. You'll literally hear shit like that. Yeah, just like yeah. un, 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 uninterpretable. And a lot of times, you know? the person running the camera, like when the first stage is just to be taped, and there's just the person running the camera. A lot of times, they think they know what they're talking about. You know, like they think they know what the buyer wants. And so they give you, like he said, just ridiculous yeah. direction. And, you know, and it, those people bad. are important because sometimes when they're warm and they're, you really, it really helps your chance when the guy's like, okay, that was great. Oh, you're really right, funny. Well, that's Let's the other thing. More. As well as just like, next. I'll be yeah. on one of those things with four people and the casting are going to be like, Bill, Sarah, yeah, I know, I know. so great to see you guys. Hugs and kisses. Yeah, yeah, you guys, yeah. this is perfect for you. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Doug? Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. All right, so let's go. <laughs> totally. You know, totally. it's just like, fuck. I just don't have, I'm just not in, the, yeah, in this. In fact, you know? I saw a guy today at the callback who I'd done another callback with that neither of us got. And he goes, yeah, I know the guy who got it. He was really good friends with the director. And I, was like, I think that's I don't know any common. directors. There's a guy, <laughs> I, you know, and I, I, I wish I could tell you like a, a campaign that you'd remember because he's just, but he's in tons of commercials and at one point I found out that his wife was a commercial casting director and I was like god damn it yep. but he's good you know he doesn't but it's hard to ruin a commercial like it's hard to be bad in a commercial which is it's so interesting that they go to yeah, so much effort you think a good casting director of commercials could just go this sounds like Chip Chinnery and right. call him up and do it or go yeah. hey you on the street you look like the guy you but you gotta show the client a bunch of yeah, people yeah 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 you know all, well, that's how Hollywood's all set up with all these unnecessary jobs have to get paid along the way to making stuff you know? yeah and yeah. sometimes those ne- those jobs are necessary because they will sometimes, pluck yes. somebody from obscurity or yeah. whatever but they uh, they end up using the same people all the time it's almost like they even when a casting director doesn't know that the person does a lot of commercials, they'll still just kind of have that feel about them that they know what they're doing, 
you know, because also if you've done a ton of commercials, why would you be nervous at a commercial audition? Yeah. Well, you know? I guess people still get nervous. I always think that's what I got going for me is that I haven't done it. Like one of you guys. Movies and TVs when I get nervous because they'll still drop names of who I'll be working with and I get so excited about it, you know, um, that 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 gives you uh, extra nerves at the audition. Or it'll be like, a you know, a leading part. Like I auditioned for the the fat gay dude on uh, Modern Family. So did I. Because <laughs> the they, they were just he looking for gay guys. He wasn't fat They were the script, just looking yeah. for gay guys. And Eric Stone Street, who was straight, just fucking nailed it. Like, he's so yeah. good. That was um, a tough one because they said gay, but not but not, not over the top gay. Right. And, and then they like, went with somebody who's over the like, top gay. And also, but if you're not, if comedians aren't, I'm not a trained well, actor. So it's like, time. well, that's a subtle note. Like, go gay, but not too gay for a straight guy that doesn't have a lot of acting experience and just right. moved to LA. Well, they were saying yeah. don't go too gay also because it wasn't a show yet. Yeah. yeah. You know, now that it's a hit, they could be, be as gay as they, they want. They want to be. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, but that was a horrible one because the guy, I, I bombed, I did, I did one of those moves where I did a joke that bombed right when I walked in the room and then the whole thing was fucked. When I go, I, I'm kind of hoping I don't get this because the, uh, Oh, because the, you're already the, done. Because the callback ha- uh, happens while I'm in uh, Crackers in Indianapolis. And, and the guy just looks at me and I go, that was a joke. And he goes, right. Why would anyone make that up? He's <laughs> just like, yeah, all right, I'm Crackers out. in Indianapolis. Yeah. It seems like it'd be, uh, I guess you have to show your personality when you walk in a little, God. but it's probably better just shut up. I should have just told him I love KFC know. and left. What do you think? <laughs> No, they want you to get into it. They don't want you to shake their hands. You don't want them. They don't want you to make small talk because it's all awkward all the time. It all sucks. The best casting directors, when you walk in, they start doing all the talking, and then they say, "Do you have any questions?" Right. And you probably shouldn't have questions, but if you know, but if there's a pronunciation issue, it's nice to ask because you don't want to look silly. But also, why didn't you do that research before you came in? Sometimes it's a name, so you have no way. If it's a pilot and it's somebody's name, how do you know how to pronounce it? You know what I mean? I will say in their defense, when I've, the, you know, the rare, the few times I've been on the other side of it, when it's just making my own web shit, you know, no stakes, and you're, but you are casting people, it's pretty heartless. <laughs> Even when you, when the, when the, you know, there's no money on the line, you're just kind of like, nah, I don't like, the, I don't like the hair. And you kind of feel like, wow, this is what it looks like to accept big money and, you know, hundreds more of us to choose from. You kind of really do sense their position a little bit. When you I've, uh, you know, I've that. actually cast, you know, been in the casting room, like, uh, as a person who gets to make, be a part of the decision. And, uh, it's it's no fun at all. No, it's no fun. Like those people have a, a hard job, and then you know some of them don't don't handle it well, and they're they're weird to everybody that comes in. But the whole process is is very yeah. uh, very strange. You know, like that's why a lot of like uh, you know independent movies and stuff. I think a lot of them just sort of like the person, the auteur behind the movie, sort of has people in mind. Oh, yeah. You know, and you go out to people that you want instead of just you know, having open auditions, but sometimes you got to find somebody like I was just watching Florida project the other day and those kids in that movie, they had to search for those fucking kids because they're all so natural. They're all so good at being on camera. Yeah. Not an actor. Yeah. So they had to really search for all those people and then find people that weren't going to screw up the movie. Like it's amazing how good the performances are in that movie. You watch something like Clint Eastwood's grand Torino where he hired, uh, you know, young and inexperienced actors and then didn't know how to direct them. You and didn't like the way it turned out? I like the performances are so bad. They're cheesy, but yeah. They're so bad. Well, but they were, the accents are so thick. It Have you seen the it. new, uh, the one where Clint Eastwood just hired the guys that, the no, Paris, nah, they, they hired, like that, that cannot be work. good. It can never work. It cannot yeah. be good. Because like they can't be, they can't force, they can't just be charismatic. They can't be movie characters. They're just going to be themselves. 
being told, you know, just recreate what you did on that day. And the event in it is only a few seconds to the rest of the movie. I haven't like, seen it and I'm talking like a ton of shit about yeah, it. But, it's like but the rest of it's them broing out. Right, like, because they're just bros hanging out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just cracking beers and being bros. And then they Not were, and then they were heroes. Good for them. But that's where well, it should, probably stretch that's it where it should end. I bet the whole, I haven't even seen it and I would wager it's like the event starts and it's cut up with flashbacks. Paris 15, 17, is that Something right? Something like that. That sounds about right. I bet it's like all interspersed, <laughs> oh. the flashbacks throughout the event stretches through the whole movie, probably. Well, it's like Sully. Like he had to really drag out. Yeah. He had to have the plane crash multiple times and then have a dream sequence where Sully's dreaming about a plane crash just to get plane crashes into a movie where planes don't crash. It lands safely on the water. Everybody lives. And, we, know the and we all know it. We all know it. But what about those geese? But we didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know that it. Sully had to go through so many. Like he had to go through like practically a trial to prove it's funny. that he did the right. It's thing. It's a weird premise for a movie because it's most of America doesn't know that America thinks of him as this hero. So like right, this idea that he had to prove himself is that you know. It's yeah, like, but that's what's that's what should be interesting about the movie. Right. But an eighty year old man directed it, and so there's scenes where you're watching flight simulators do the crash over and over again. Who directed it? Clint Eastwood? Oh, wait, yo, that's Eastwood. hence the yeah, 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 yeah. jump to yeah. Sully. Yeah. Oh, I just thought we, I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're talking about, yeah, yeah. I didn't make that connection. Like he was like, I'm tired of having an awesome actor recreate this true event. I'm going to get the real guys. <laughs> <laughs> because also Clint Eastwood does two takes at most of anything, that's which Tom say, Hanks yeah. can handle. Yeah. Guys have never acted before. Probably not going to be great on takes no. one and two. <laughs> I told you to get into this. What? I feel bad because it's, you know, because it is, they did something heroic, so it feels shitty to crap on the movie, but didn't do well at the box office, so I guess that's, that's enough. There was, a sec- there was another movie that he didn't do, which had like the real seals in it or something. To- yeah, maybe. And, oh, and then that dumb Point Break remake was like real, real stunt guys oh, or it? real extreme sports guys. It wasn't. Right, yeah. You know, they... Great yeah. fucking stunts in that. Though. But that Florida Project girl, she's working. My daughter, who's the, the, the Finn expert aficionado, the Finn Wolfhard aficionado, I should say. Uh, tells me that they're doing a movie together. You're what? My daughter who loves Finn Wolfhard oh. because of Stranger Things. Right. Yeah. And she says what? So he's doing a movie with that Florida Project girl. The two of them are in Brooklyn Prince. It? Yeah, are going to be in a horror movie together. How old oh, is that's your daughter? cool. She's 13. Oh God. Really right. into Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> I saw your daughter at a birthday party years ago, and I can't believe she's 13 already. Yeah. Oh my God. Saw your daughter at a birthday party. <laughs> oh, that's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I can name it in seven notes. <laughs> Yeah, what else do right. I have to plug, you guys? This is the longest episode we've ever done. I know, it's um, crazy. We can't say goodbye. We don't want to leave this That's hot fucking did, Aristotle, did you room. get to eat anything? Was there anything he veggie? He didn't get to no? eat nothing because he can't eat. We always get something with meat in it like dum-dums or it's made with fish That's sauce. another thing we can seek out is a nice vegetarian restaurant. Next and time. And I can skip that so episode he, and you can just go there and talk to yourself. I like vegetarian food. I don't, I, I like, I mean, I'd rather I like when meat, a great chef makes it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good food though. Um, we can go to Real Food Daily, maybe. Ooh. Remember the movie Super Troopers? Yes. The fellas that star in that, Broken Lizard, have a new Super Troopers 2 coming out on April 2-0. Oh, I saw something about that on the In Your Net. Yeah. They're, they're trying to promote it. Don't tell me you're in it. Here's what I'm going to do. No. Here's what I'm doing. On April 12th at a, a new facility, the Hayworth Theater is now called Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth here in Los Angeles, and I'm going to try, I'm going to do a Benson movie interruption mm. since CineFamily's gone, and uh, uh, it's going to be the original Super Troopers movie with all five members oh, of, fun. of Broken Lizard, plus me, and we're going to do a Douglas movies first, Oh wow! and then watch the movie together, and 
make jokes throughout that's the movie. Man, that's the same ticket? Someone gets a DLM same ticket. and interruption? Wow. Yeah, it's like a three-hour show. Wow. And uh, maybe a little less, maybe a two DLM and a half. And then sit down and do an interruption. Maybe an intermission between intermission DLM and the movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, April 12th. Uh, you know, if either of you want to come, just hang out. That let me sounds know. fun. I don't know. You know, I don't know how this new place is doing. I haven't been there yet. This is, you know, the, the my opportunity to test it. But I think, you know, saying that all of Broken Lizard is scheduled to be there, schedules permitting, of course. But that's uh, on April 12th. April 19th, I'm doing a countdown to 420 show at the uh, Punchline in Sacramento. So that's going to be a great time. 1030. And then have I told you about this before, Karen? Uh-uh. Where we do a countdown like it's New Year's Eve. It's 419. So at midnight, we go 10, uh, 9, 8. Yeah. Yay, it's 420. And then everybody goes outside and smokes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And, and, the um, and then the next day, that's the punchline in Sacramento, uh, Karen's stomping grounds. And then, uh, you know, she used to teach comedy in Sacramento. At the punch? At Laughs Unlimited. Oh, at Laughs. The band club, the forbidden place. Yeah, is it still a thing? I don't With, know. Uh, your friend Kelly Price would go to. I love Kelly Price. Is it still there? Yeah. Oh no, the comedy cl- the comedy yeah. class. Yeah. He does it sometimes. Del Van Dyke sometimes teaches. Del Van Dyke. It. Yeah. Wow. Remember that guy. Yeah. She's Louise. Uh, and then you don't uh, know Louise. Uh, <laughs> you take it by oh no, Louise! <laughs> if you ever get a chance there, do it. It's take fun. It, take the class. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay, it's we'll swing up there and do it. April twentieth. I'm going to be. This is a high fluting name. I'm going to be at the. For a person who was concerned about the plastic earlier, you're really going to town on that I thing. I don't want it to spill, Doug. Yeah, but you're making a lot of noise with it. And I'm about to say the Paradise Performing Arts Center. The sounds P-A-T. like sounds like a place Jimmy Buffett would own. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's in. It's called that because it's in Paradise, California, which is Chico adjacent. Yes. And, Talk um, about a party town. Yeah. And I'm going to be Paradise or Chico. Uh, I'm going to be in Paradise on on actual April 20th uh, doing stand-up with a couple of a special guests. You won't say who it is. Not I, yet. I, keep, I like to keep it a secret. I told each of them they could tweet individually about it, but not say who the other actor is going to be. Hmm. So that there's at least a little surprise. Hope surprise element. German acts for Hitler's birthday. Yeah, it is Hitler's birthday. That's an unfortunate part of 420. I know. Why did that? How did that? And Columbine anniversary. Yeah, and Columbine. But I mean, yeah. I think 420 as a weed thing was before Columbine. Oh, but, yeah, but way Hit, before. But Hitler was definitely yeah, no, before weed. There's definitely a timeline there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we all know. We all understand which came when, sort of. 420 came in the 70s, I guess, probably. The expression. It's a, I've, I've read the story to some guys in Moran. And it's a time, not a date. People just extrapolated it into yeah, a date. Right, exactly. Uh, just to have a whole day some of it. Some guys in Marin at high school would like meet and smoke. Yeah, the, uh, they were called the, um, the Waldos. Right. Was the name of their little group. Not the Adolfs. <laughs> oh, my God. It takes a million years. Like this is, On all my other shows, I do the plugs without anybody else there because it takes forever to get through a fucking plug. And it's also hard for the information to be processed. I can just go smoke a cigarette. If we keep talking about... I mean, let's think back to when you were plugging stuff. Well, my, it was the KFC ad like I might three have, hours ago. I might have. That's what you were plugging? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where's my show and what date is it on? 420 in Paradise Performing Arts... Paradise Theater. Performing Arts Theater? Center. Center, damn it. But that was close. That was good. Pack. I didn't think you Chico were not paying attention. I just wanted to get that information out there. DougLovesMovies.com for all my dates. Again, thank you for listening. And for Aristotle, Jacob Siroff, who can be reached on social media, at Jacob Siroff, S-I-R-O-F. Karen Anderson, hi, on Twitter. That's correct. 
What's your name on Instagram? Karen underscore Andernub. Do you take uh, <laughs> Do you take pictures of uh, food a lot? No, I don't. I don't really do Instagram that much. I uh, mostly follow people. Okay, and uh, you guys know where to find me. For all of us, R.I.P. Meltdown Comics. Yeah. I can't believe it. Like walking by this building when it's not this place anymore is gonna suck. Maybe if it's, you know, if the condos are nice, maybe I'll move in. <laughs> maybe it'll be someplace you like. Yeah. Maybe this will be my new home. The Meltdown Condos. <laughs> That'd be great if they named them that, but I don't, I don't think they'll be smart enough or cool enough to do that. Uh, but for now, we'll be back soon. But for now, bon appetit, mother effers. Snow peas, brie cheese, our plates are clean. We dined with Doug and Karen. I like Donnie with Dog and Mommy. Now leaving Nerdist.com.